And the Oscar for Best Picture goes to not Black Panther. What? You mean to tell me these stories designed for tiny children still don't have the respect that their 35-year-old audience demands? <laughs> hey! My name is Andy. With me, as always, with all the mental capacity of tiny children, Muller. And a watched pot never mulls, so <laughs> let that go to show you. All the mental capacity of tiny children. <laughs> and with us as well, keep him away from tiny children. <laughs> Snitchard. Thanks for having me. <laughs> got to change your thanks for having me. We always have you now. Right? Okay, we got a drum roll here. What's the Richard story options uh, this week? Okay, returning. Oh, the Snitchard story options. Every week I get a choice of, of two Snitchard stories to hear. Returning contender from last week, which did not get chosen, was peeing his pants. I don't know this one. <laughs> you will. You will. Is it, I is, it, is it an anthology series? The peeing his pants. Yeah, we're not all that I'm the various aware of. times Richard's peed his pants or well, like I said, pooped perhaps, in his underpants. You know, these these titles, they're like modern journalist titles, perhaps a bit deceiving, you know? Or Super Spaz Brothers. <laughs> oh, what? Oh man. These these titles always <laughs> sound so great. Yeah. Uh, also, you I'm called to get a job at the New York Times. You called the first option the returning champ, but that's I didn't pick it last time. It's <laughs> the returning loser. I thought I said returning contender. If yeah, I said yeah, champ, no, 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 you said you I said contender. contender. Uh, yeah, I guess I I prefer loser. Um, let's you. go with the Super Spaz Brothers. <laughs> All right. Now you're gonna have to help me fill in the blanks yeah, for some of that. this because this was this. so long ago. We used very to play uh, Super Smash Brothers like uh, religiously, yeah. very competitively. Uh, and I'd say between all our friends, me, you, and our friend Russell, mm -hmm. uh, were probably like the best, and it got heated. I think you two were were both a bit better than I. Oh, uh, I would sit in your basement, and put it on training mode, and just practice <laughs> constantly. So I remember one time we were playing. And I think like you were doing pretty good. Yeah. And you were being a real arrogant prick about it. Ah, uh, maybe. And then I don't remember being an arrogant prick. So about me and it. Russ <laughs> decided to just completely just team up again. <laughs> That's completely real. Like a complete truce between me and, and, and our buddy Russ. Which and is not so great when you're trying to play Super Smash Brothers, a competitive game. No. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. But I remember you but got it sounds real like mad about it. And this is what I need. I can't remember what we were saying, but we were saying something So what to happened mock was yeah. I said, oh, you guys are jerks because you teamed up against me. Yeah. And then for the next 20 minutes or so, it was just, <laughs> oh, that's because we're jerks. Yeah. As we were killing him. Like, Constantly. Just nonstop. Nonstop. And now, like, you think, like, okay, this is just, you know, video game banter, <laughs> whatever, just ribbing on each other. But I remember you at one point getting so mad. Yep. You got up, you took one of, I believe, the couch, like, couch cushions, went behind the couch, picked up, like, we're just sitting there still playing Super Smash Brothers, not realizing they're super, picks up the couch cushions and just fucking smash. Oh, I, I smash, love your like, misremembering this am story. Am I misremembering? Well, this is how I remember. You, yeah, you tell I'll tell the it after. after. We'll get two different Richard stories in one. Uh, and you like thumped the cushion over his head and then stormed out and you're like, I'm going to our buddy Guy's house and just left <laughs> over Super Smash Bros. Now that's yeah. how I remember this. It wasn't story. a couch cushion. I punched you guys in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I remember. But a couch I punched cushion. you less hard. <laughs> oh wow, that's even worse. Russell in the back of the head. <laughs> Why'd you punch Russell harder? Ah, uh, he's worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was better at the game. But I, 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 fuck, this must have been like a different story in memory. I remember some, some. I may have done the cushion as well, but I specifically punched some, punched you guys in the back. Worse. But yours yeah. didn't, I didn't punch you as hard. Well, great story, you losers. I <laughs> yeah. wish I had picked the peeing your pants one. That That'll be been, back again. Uh, some back again. I, re- I went to Geese, but you you guys tracked me down. Russell didn't want to. I just but you were like, I don't like when my friends are mad at me like Fuck that. you guys. I'm going to Geese. And walk <laughs> and he lived like a solid half hour walk away no, from where It wasn't away. that far. Uh, at least 20. Yeah, maybe 20. Is Guy an Asian guy? No, no he's French Canadian. French name. Oh. Mm-hmm. Guy's thought, not an Asian name. You know, because of the karate. Of the key, yeah. the karate <laughs> <outfit>. <laughs> <laughs> he's named after. I'm going to go put a key on. <laughs> no, I think it's short for Guillaume. Guillaume. Oh, yeah, I actually know a guy named Guillaume. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a, a long time ago, we brought in these uh, these science articles where they talk about, oh, yeah, so, you know, science proves that being an idiot actually makes you really good and uh, smart or whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> a yeah. real good smart boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the ones that are like, s- new study shows that people who cry during movies are actually two points smarter than, or, or whatever, <laughs> stuff like that. So someone just They're actually tougher than guys who don't cry. Yeah, just People someone, who write articles like this are real good boys. Someone <laughs> justifying one of their weaknesses that they get made fun S- of science, all the time. Science shows that uh, people addicted to BuzzFeed quizzes are actually <laughs> more likely to get a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Professors hate them, find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found a really, a really great one. Uh, scientists say... That being forgetful is actually a sign that you are unusually intelligent. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Seems like the opposite. It's, right? Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's counterintuitive, and that's what makes it true. Uh, it turns out that people who are really smart don't have room in their brains for your stupid shit. For, <laughs> for, uh, for too much information, so they have to forget it to make, to make uh, room for more information. Sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Got it. <laughs> These articles are always like, are, are you, are you uh, retarded? Turns out <laughs> new study shows being retarded actually means you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> like, it's just Turns just out being retarded way. means you're the, you're the most likely candidate for the next Albert <laughs> Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like an article about someone talking about how great they are because they're an introvert or whatever the fucking thing is. Right, yeah. So scientists say that introverts make the best entrepreneurs. Sure. <laughs> I don't, so, uh, science shows that... Uh, uh, Paraplegics are actually most likely to be the next Usain Bolt. Yeah, I've seen a, like as 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 a metalhead. Like I've seen a bunch. I've seen them here and there that say stuff like new study shows that uh, metalheads are actually the kindest of people, or the smartest. Or what? I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's a huge fucking swath of. It's a huge fucking swath. <laughs> Sorry, of Richard, rustling through the garbage over there. Uh, it's like a huge fucking swath of people. It's like, yeah, we're all just a super smart, nice. Uh, uh, eligible bachelors like it's just like it's so fucking stupid on average i would say it's probably closer to the truth than not Mm. that's just because i I believe that people who listen to complicated music and and have just deep tastes in different things that are complicated are using if i had to guess i'd say like the old like like one of the only strong connections among heavy metal fans is probably depression. <laughs> well, also an enjoyment of complicated music. Listen, Andy can't be <laughs> that smart when it comes to music because he doesn't even like the new Black Panther soundtrack. And any yeah, cultured Andy. person, non-racist, is going to like that. You can be intelligent and racist. <laughs> 
racist. Fuck you. <laughs> right, yeah, checkmate. You're really, you're really, <laughs> gotcha. Um, science shows that uh, being a dog owner means that you're actually more compassionate than cat owners. But that's probably somewhat true. <laughs> Well, we got an article for you. Yeah, we got an article for you. (laughs) Sounds like you're the target audience for these. So I did the most baby boomer thing that you can possibly do. You forwarded a chain letter. (laughs) Overcooked dinner. You guys done? Uh, I mean, I could just go through the list of every boomer we've ever brought in, you know. And then spoil all the future boomer segments as well. To go to Um, Mexico and buy a shirt that has an iguana (laughs) on it. It says, Mayan temples. (laughs) Yeah. You love mugs too much? (laughs) (laughs) They do love mugs. That's actually a really great one. They always have a special mug that they love. If you got them the mug, it's their favorite mug ever. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, baby boomers want a mug as a gift. Yeah, sure. God. No, I wrote a letter to the editor. Uh, uh, So, do you actually write a handwritten letter? I, I emailed them. So you wrote a letter uh, yeah, to you know, the editor of what? Of our of our local newspaper. Jesus. That's, that's a little beyond Boomer, just because it's on an email. They would write a letter, like handwritten. I think that Boomer's... Well, boomers, but it's in the spirit of a Email boomer. is like one of their... That. I think they're one of their top modes of communication. Yeah, um, I think they figured out email. Yeah, they figured out... They figured took, out them while, <laughs> <laughs> took them a while. Took them a while. No. Um, so, you heard about this new thing, email? So this is... Stands so, for electronic... Mail. So, so I had I, <laughs> Sorry, I, I had I had two topics that I could bring up for here. So we we have our long running uh, Sogi uh, you know gender identity act thing that we, I've we, that I've written Soji? talked Soji. about countless times and written uh, uh-huh. about countless times and I always get in a ton of hot water for it. Yeah. And and then I thought, well, maybe I'll choose the second topic, which is that. The fees at our local YMCA are too high. The YMCA. So wait, That's a private want, organization. You just wanted. You were just inspired to write them, and you're just like, "What? I, I got to write them about." I got to write this. Not yeah, even. Been, not even the the city run leisure center. You're talking about the YMCA. Well, we'll get there, Richard. All right. Okay. Yeah, settle so, down. So, I, but but I thought maybe you should swing by his comment section. Yeah, yeah. I thought no way anyone. You know, I okay. I'm not going to write about this very controversial gender thing. I'll just write about fees too high. Everybody bitches about yeah, fees that are too high. Fees. You know, that's so it, lukewarm. What type of controversy could you possibly create with that? Um, so. Uh, so let, I'll give you the context here. So gyms have have kind of an interesting business model, Jim's right? Pizza. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Jim's Pizza. Uh, you know, a gym oh, or a gym. <laughs> yes, a guy. Yeah, you mean a guy? <laughs> Be more clear. No, a, a workout place or whatever, right? So um, they, yeah, you know, a workout gym or a pool or whatever. So um, the idea is that. Uh, you you go to the pool. It's six bucks. Um, but if you go there more than six or seven times a, a, a month, you might as well get a membership because it's forty bucks. Mm-hmm. And then now it's cheaper or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so um, you get like two thousand people who have a membership, and uh, and if all two thousand people showed up every day or whatever, your gym would go to business because you'd have to like quadruple yeah. the size of it. You're counting that people are not going to yeah. show up for your gym, whatever. Um, which is fine. Like I mean, you could see that as skeevy. I mean, pe- always bet on fat. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're, you're, you're not a, it's not like you're making it hard for people to cancel. I mean, if you are, then that's kind of shitty, but it's like, okay, whatever. You know, a perfectly fine business model, right? Um, so uh, our town just built a new YMCA. Uh, the government gave them a million bucks, and uh, oh, our, really? lo- our local government gave them a million bucks, that's and our provincial government, uh, you know, if you're in the States, that would be your state government, uh, gave them two million bucks out of their $10 million building. That renovation was three million? It was 10 million. It was ten million. I gotta 10. check this place out. <laughs> yeah, it was ten million. Better work out for me for yeah. ten million. And on top of that, we have a ton of local businesses that that contributed to it. So, um, so like you said before, oh well, that's a private organization. It's like, well, sort of. Um, it's well, they a, get it's a subsidy. A, it's a tax it. subsidized. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I paid for it personally. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of people today, and what what is your reaction when I say that the drop-in fee is fifteen dollars to work Holy out? Holy shit! Do I get to sleep there? Right, exactly. I've not. I don't. Yet, I, don't I don't go to. You gym, don't go to the gym, gym so you don't care. Fifteen dollars. So well, what is that comparable? It's prohibitively expensive. It's six dollars at the leisure center. Oh. And and they're very similar facilities. Like the the YMC has a few extra things, um, but uh, yeah, fifteen dollars. So you wake I, up early and stay late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you better show up at six a.m. and stay at the YMCA the whole day to justify this rate. Bucks. So um, I mean, the memberships are the same. They're about forty bucks. So uh, if if it's fifteen bucks to drop in and it's forty bucks you're to get a, a membership, you're getting a membership, <laughs> right? So it's it's a clear. Uh, sign. It's saying don't don't drop in. Just buy a membership. Yeah, from you us. drop in once to see if you like the place. Basically, it's gonna cost you. Yeah, totally. So uh, I know they have some like low income in- incentives or whatever. Like I think you can get a discount if you're low income. But it's like, oh yeah, I always dreamed of the days that I made enough money that I wasn't low income, so everyone could charge me triple. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Finally, I make more money. Everything costs more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you already pay more taxes, so. Uh, it's like, so that whole thing that I talk about with this, like this gym membership thing, it's like, oh, it's not that skeevy because people, you know, they can just drop in or sure. they can do whatever. Now it's a problem though, because it's like, we already paid for it. The government gave you all this money so that you can turn around and gouge everyone in the community. Well, I mean, $40 membership, 40 bucks per month. That's what every, me- every gym charges you 40 bucks or more. Like that's a pers- that's a totally reasonable membership fee. I have no problem with their membership fee. There's one opening up soon that's 10 bucks per month. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Significantly less. Yeah, but that's what the leisure center is. Like that's what that's what that's what the compete the current yeah. competitors yeah, 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 yeah. are, right? Which is um, more, much more. Yeah. So I literally I've not talked to a single person where I told them that drop in fee and they did not give me the exact same reaction that you did. What the hell? Like, that's what? so expensive. But yeah. So it's it's I an didn't in- have that reaction. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at you when I said it, Andy. <laughs> you said you hadn't talked to someone, but you just talked to me. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I got, I, you know, I had a bunch of people agreeing with me, but I had some people really mad and like private message me being like, the YMCA is this charitable nonprofit organization. You know, they do so many things for the community. Nobody can actually tell me what the YMCA does for the community, by the yeah, way. I was going to say, now, can you actually hang out with all the boys? What do you mean by that? At the YMCA? What? So there's what? that. There's that. Vi- are you talking about the boys in the village? Everything yeah, I know. Are you talking about the song? Everything I know about the YMCA <laughs> is from the song YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that, <didn't> so, <laughs> that did not sound like the YMCA so, song. Whatever so why is it 15 like bucks? Song what else can you, you do very much? Yeah, Let well, me look no, up the lyrics. Well, so I've I got people mad at me about it, but I've but but nobody can tell me why it's fifteen dollars. They they just say, listen, you got to go in and do your research. I can't believe that someone that I thought was supposed to be smart has done such poor research on this. That was that was the first. And I was like, well, what what other research do I need to do? I went to the building. I took a tour. I asked them a bunch of questions uh and it's like and i figured out what the drop-in rate like i didn't like misquote the drop-in rate or something like I, I went there as if i was a journalist doing on the the cutting room floor uh, uh, well, research I, perhaps you don't understand modern journalism if you actually <laughs> went and started researching right? it, like so. what is this ymca all about like i said young man when you're short on your dough <laughs> <laughs> you, you can stay there and I'm sure you'll find many ways well, to have a good there time. There are YMCA's that have a shelter. Okay, that's not, what not that's ours what though. So anybody who's making that case is is, is there free showers? Full. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. I didn't realize what a good song this was. You are you know? kidding? Are, this, they, they, this is, is this is just telling you did, exactly did how to they, get help. Did they have like a sponsorship from? For the I YMCA? know, right? Like, why did they write this? Um, I'm digging into the lyrics to find out. I, I think it's because <laughs> it's sponsored non- by, and it's in, it's in the lyrics somewhere. Um, I mean, it really seems like if you're if you're down and out with the blues. I felt no man cared if I were alive. I felt the whole world was so jive. That's when that someone really came like- up to me and said, "Young man, take a walk up the street. There's a place there called the YMCA." Well, that didn't even rhyme. That's ah, probably because I just picked <laughs> it in the middle. All right. So I kind of put, anyway, I, I, I put this on. challenge in. I said, you know, if you're the, the YMCA, you need to choose. Either you're going to be this community center, you know, not-for-profit, for the people. I don't help, understand why help, we would need two. Helping out fans. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we've got the Leisure Center, which well, is we have supposed two to be of those exactly well. what the YMCA is. But then the government gives a whole bunch of money to the YMCA instead of have you been to the Leisure Center downtown here? It's fucking leaking. <laughs> the tiles are broken yeah, and shit. It's, like, it's dirty as it hell. Looks, yeah. I, I, last time I walked in there, I was like, someone needs to take one of those, the mis- manager those needs Mr. To clean get, magic erasers and just jump in this urinal and start cleaning there's it. There's a lot of problems there. streaks and I would shit. think that someone somebody would come and inspect it. Someone needs to call up that Mr. Clean. Get yeah. Get yeah. I was <laughs> him on the commercials. He just wipes his arm. Mr. Clean has a lot of uh, social authority, so he's like $500 an hour to get him to clean your your house, mm-hmm. uh, but I only want Mr. Clean cleaning my house. <laughs> this fictional cartoon. So, yeah, so How I said, long do you think until Mr. Clean gets labeled a white supremacist? <laughs> well, he looks like one. Yeah, skinhead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he's dressed in white. <laughs> just needs a hood. I'm going to continue talking about the YMCA. Yeah, you go for you it. You Google it and see if it's already oh, happened. Yeah. Um, see it. Uh, Mr. Clean, the symbol of white supremacy. So people came at you for, for attacking the YMCA? Well, um, someone I know was was one of the businesses who helped who helped out. Like they had, sure, and they didn't no want to feel like their money it. was going... Sure. Well, it's like I, I I don't actually like hate the YMCA or anything. I'm just like I, all I'm saying, all I think is, well, if you have this high fee, it makes you look shitty. Like it makes you look like you're not actually there for the community, and because that was the natural yeah, experience really I had. Like I'm Too not high end for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sitting here being like, oh man, I'm looking for some dirt on the YMCA. I went for a tour. I wanted to go work out there. They had a really nice facility. They had like a thing that spins your swimsuit and dries it out. You just toss it in a little drying Jeez. machine and like it spins it for in like 10 40 seconds. 40 bucks a month, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, totally. You can get that, that, that swimsuit spinning machine. Yeah. Like I thought it was a cool, they even, uh, I think they paid like 500 grand for a monkey bar machine so you can go use the monkey bars. So that's pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, 
I want to go to the YMCA and use a monkey bar machine. Sounds cool. Let's go. Um, but uh, no, I think it's actually like a some weird modular system where you can like hook up all sorts of ropes to the monkey bars and stuff. So all I know is I want to go. Well, we can't afford it. It's fifteen dollars. <laughs> so I just said like you know I I made this kind of quote. I said you know stop. Per- you know, either lower your drop-in fees because I don't go to the gym six times a, a month anyways. I just go a few times. Like so it's to. like, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lower your drop-in fee or stop pretending that you're this, you know, large give back the money. You know, we're this community at large and, uh, you know, we're here to help families and children and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, 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 you know, we're here for gay dancers and whatever. And, um, you know, just be honest about being, quote, evil capitalists or whatever, which I say very tongue in cheek. And I had people coming after me being like, what are you talking about? The YMCA evil capitalists. They're a not for profit, buddy. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, that was that was a tongue in cheek comment, dude. Like, um, Anyway, so yeah, I had, I had some people super pissed at it and just like, it's like you need to go do your research. But nobody, I have not, I've had so many people tell me that the YMCA does all this stuff for the community and I have I've not. I've never seen them. I've not had a single person be able to articulate even one of those things that they do. Well, let me help you out with that here, um, young man. Just an update. There's On not, the Mr. Clean situation? <laughs> yeah, so there's not a lot of, I just, I, first I typed in Mr. Clean racist, which is what you always do. You can <laughs> usually find something that Nothing really. And then I typed in Mr. Clean, white supremacist. And uh, there's like, not, nothing really. There's a couple of people that are saying something. I saw there's some Reddit post that's kind of amused. Someone says, he's white, always wants to cleanse things, and has a clean shaven head like many neo Nazis. <laughs> but so, but that's, just a, that's just a Reddit post. Genocide these germs. It's not an article that doesn't count. So that's, that's up for grabs on that one. Well, uh, I searched in YMCA racist and I found a ton. So YMCA there you go. Looks racist. like I'm completely vindicated. So, well, let's get to some movies here, guys. Mm. This week's most hated movie ever of the week is Black Panther. Black KKK Panthers <laughs> KKK. No, no. <laughs> Screwing it up. Black KKK Klansmen. Already. <laughs> um, yeah, I avoided this movie for a long time. And then I started seeing, in the last like six months or so, uh, the just absurd amount of Oscar buzz it's been getting. Like people saying, if this movie does not get nominated for everything, then this is an injustice. Blah 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 blah. Like proof of racism. Yeah, and and then and then people saying it's like, well, look at the box office numbers. It just smashed all the records. Blah blah blah. And it's just. You don't understand how awards work. They're not awarding you for made, and the Oscar for made the most money goes to. Yeah, um, we really need a, uh, you know, some judiciary committee to to look at an Excel chart to see which number was the highest. (laughs) (laughs) Like, does this require judgment? Yeah, and what, I don't know. What was the Rotten Tomatoes score for Black Panther? It's like ninety-seven percent. Like super high. Nine hundred and seventy percent. Yeah. Yeah, like nine. Yeah, I'm not gonna repeat my joke. Screw you. <laughs> um, it's way high. It's way, 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 way high, and uh, I don't get it. And I don't, I don't get that with most Marvel movies because a lot of Marvel's movies are like that. But this one was particularly high, and the praise was like beyond just a Rotten Tomato score. It was like people writing articles about it and shit, just stupid articles. And I avoided it because I just avoid all Marvel movies. Like I, I've 
I don't remember what the last one I watched. I guess that Spider-Man Homecoming one, because you, you made us watch that. God. Was it good, um, Andy? Did no, you like it? No, it was really boring. So Black Panther, as implied, has a pretty much all-black cast. Uh, well, lots, lots of black people, lots of black old Snitch, stuff going old Snitchard on. Snitchard was telling me last night that it was an entirely uh, black uh, crew True. that yeah. made the film, too. Right, right. It's a really racist hiring. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the movie was it made in Africa. I don't. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> and well, it was a Hollywood movie. Marvel Africa uh, Studios. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like it was made in front of a green screen. So it I don't was think most it really definitely mattered. like about 98 percent, a matching percentage in Rotten Tomato <laughs> score to green screen that you see on the movie. Like you've unlocked the key to millions of dollars. Yeah. Millions. Uh, I as far as I can tell, I have a theory going. Uh, I mean, a, partly that it's just a Marvel movie and they all just, like, everyone just sucks Marvel's dicks. Like, they're always in the 90% range for Rotten Tomato scores. But I think we have a bit of a Lady Ghostbusters scenario going on here. Because Lady <laughs> Ghostbusters reviewed quite well. Not, like, 90%, but, like, it was, like, somewhere around... Well, that's because some, women hate... Somewhere around 70 People hate women more than they hate black people, and that's why they that's were... True. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't give them quite as high of a score. That's entirely why not. It had but, nothing to do with the movie itself. Lady Ghostbusters came out and they announced that they were doing like the, the all-female cast. And it was a reboot, basically, with the same exact story, but with female Ghostbusters. People got annoyed by that, said, oh, that's really pandering. And then Sony launched like this marketing campaign just like saying, if you don't like this, you're a sexist, blah, blah, blah. I think there was a lot of critics that were afraid to give it a bad score. Because you watch that movie and it's pretty like universally agreed among most people who've seen it. Pretty dog shit. I do like yeah. the amount of social justice that's... So the, the type of people who are advocating for like this type of quotas and social justice, right, are, are usually very anti-capitalist type people. Like mm -hmm. They're like, you know... Yeah, but these people aren't doing it for those reasons. They're doing it... Okay, Rich, Richard, that's... What, fuck. <laughs> 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 the, the, but the people who are promoting the ideology of, uh, you know... Uh, this ec this equity doctrine that it's like oh well you need to have fifty percent of this people and fifty percent of this people regardless of their interest or whatever yeah. I mean it makes sense to to be fair a movie about Africa makes sense to me that there's a lot of you know black people and it's like you know I I don't actually have a problem with that in any way of course. Um, but, uh, but, but usually the people say, oh, we have to have more of this sort of representation in Hollywood are kind of the same people who are like, oh, man, capitalism is this evil yeah. machine. We have to smash it. So it's like it is quite funny to see movie studios mobilizing those people to make their way more to, money to at spend, their movies. To, to spend their money. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like it's a it's – a, it's one of the most cynical forms of capitalism. Yeah. Like just, it's, it's like, uh, you know, the corrupt clergyman, like taking advantage, uh, you know, of, of their vulnerable people and then, and then wasting the money on luxury cars or something like that. It's that level of corruption and they're just all for it. Like, yeah. oh yeah, this is great. It's like, you know, but fuck the mom and pop shop who are, you know, making bricks by hand and just trying, trying to get by. It's like, Cap, fuck this capital. I mean, obviously, I'm horribly misrepresenting it, but still, it's uh, it's it's pretty funny to see uh, to see people like implode upon themselves with all of these horribly conflicting ideologies. So, yeah. So when Lady Ghostbusters came out, and then I do remember seeing like there were like a couple of like the first negative reviews, and they weren't even like all that crazy. They were just saying like, yeah, this movie sucks. Like it's not very funny. Blah blah. blah. Like it wasn't like oh, it sucks because there's too much fucking. 
chicks in and there's chicks that stay out of movies. There's nothing like that, but that's what they That's because all sexism labeled. is uh, subconscious sexism. Yeah, so you're not going to come out right and say it. It's that, uh, you know, it's a, you just can't help it. So I think with that, like, there was a lot of reviewers that were like, okay, I'll just give it like a, yeah, you know, Six. it's a solid 7.5 out of 10. Everything's a 7.5. <laughs> like, just, just give it that and move on. And that's where it got its high score. Black Panther's a bit better than... It's got a 60 on Metacritic. It's quite a bit better than the Lady Ghostbusters movie, but it's still, like, it's a very okay movie. Like, it's all right, I guess. It's a run-of-the-mill Marvel movie. In essence, like, there's just nothing nothing special about it. What are you talking about, Richard? Better than a run-of-the-mill Marvel movie? Black Panther? I would say... Slightly better. I I haven't seen a lot of the Marvel movies, but I've seen a a decent chunk. And I'd say it's one of the like l- my least favorite of them. Oh really? I don't think it was better than the first Iron Man. Like this is this is what well, I Iron Man's exceptionally yeah, good. Yeah, the two. first Iron Man was good. Um, it, was, it was good. I think the Ant Man movies were better. I didn't like the, the newest first Ant-Man. one. If Ant Man was good, the second one I did not care for very it was, much. They were both fine to me. Um, I like the the Thor Ragnarok better. Thor Ragnarok um, is great. I can't even really remember. All the movies. I've I think the newest a, um, Avengers was was better. I've seen a handful of Marvel yeah. movies that I don't remember at all. Yeah, I know I've here. seen them, but I, I couldn't tell you a thing that's happened. Like the first Avengers movie, I don't even know. That's Who was a long the time ago. One? Just a, a big bug or something? Um, it's not Ultron. It's uh, like a portal. It was just a portal? <laughs> portal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weren't they getting it? invaded? <laughs> no, I think the Hulk. I don't know. No, it was his brother. It was Loki, right? He yeah, was, it was Loki. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, I've got a great. Uh, out. I've got a great article on Black Panther here, um, uh, and talking about how some racism with Loki. So we'll get into okay. that later. There's a little teaser for you. Um, but yeah, so I, I I have suspect that there's a lot of critics that just didn't want to give it a negative review. It's partly a little skewed because every Marvel movie just gets fucking 10 out of 10s across the board. Like, there's just so much positivity for all of these well, incredibly, it's just medio- incredibly mediocre movies. It's just because all of them, like, none of them are so atrociously bad that they can give them really poor it's rankings. True. Because they have this formula that you stick to it. It's like... It's just like, yeah, this is... But it, It's is, really hard to break a formula if you just stick to it. And it's like, it kind can, of works. It's mostly still, coherent stories. But you could still... I would feel like... Like, I've seen... I'm going to guess less than 10 of these Marvel movies, which sounds like a lot, but I think there's like 30 of them. <laughs> so it's actually not that much. Um, but already, it's like I, there's a pretty obvious basic formula. It's like all these, especially the singular ones, like not the big group ones, the big Avenger ones, like the single one-off movies, they all follow basically the exact same for- formula. It's like I would think even if you can acknowledge, be like, okay, uh, whatever, Thor 2 came out, and it's, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a decent movie or whatever, but, you know, this is the same fucking Marvel movie that we've seen 15 times. You could say that. You can say that's like, oh, it's competent, whatever, but I'm not giving it a great score because we've, they've done this 200 times already. Sure. Yeah, I mean, because they've already you've already set the bar of what it, what it's at, and 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 it wasn't a very special bar. But people aren't saying that. People you're grading it on a curve. They're pe- not grading yeah, it on exactly. a curve. Yeah, exactly. People continually say it's like, oh, it's the f- Marvel does it again. Like, <laughs> yeah, they did. They just did the exact same thing again. <laughs> they right. they did do it again. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so, but 
so I, I went and looked up a bunch of reviews on this before too, uh, and I remember I was I was listening to the Ben Shapiro one, and and uh, and he just the strangest person <laughs> to do movie reviews. <laughs> what does Ben Shapiro think of this? Who fucking cares what Ben? I thought Shapiro he was like a thinks? political. He is a political like, pundit. It's yeah. like let's let's check out the Bill O'Reilly movie yeah. reviews, like and see, you know, and, and obviously he's going to have a political spin on it, especially for something like Black Panther. That's fine. But he keeps reiterating. He goes, you know, as a movie, this movie is. Spectacular, you know, it's a, it's a really, really great movie, and it's like, but it's these political messages, and then he kind of goes off on his thing, and I go, why? What do you mean this movie is really go- a really good movie? This movie fucking sucked. It's pretty boring. Like this was, it was, it was a terribly boring movie. Yeah. I don't get. So why do you think it's better than the average Marvel? Because I thought it was horribly so boring. I, this is my second time watching it, and the first time I really liked it, um, and the second time. I was able to not just appreciate it for what I liked the first time. So the first time I really appreciated the messages about uh, isolationism and sort of um, but I being a black a person in the with- world and having to deal with seeing other people being oppressed and whatnot. Uh, and then the second time I was like, okay, uh, that I still appreciate about this movie. Now let's watch this movie and see the things that I might be able to appreciate it other than that. And uh, it was just too much CG and flippity flipping. Like, this is watching <laughs> it under the lens of like, sitting beside Andy as I as I <laughs> yeah, I, I was like time. refracting through Andy, <laughs> and I was just like, well, I'm not going to enjoy a movie the second time for the exact same things I liked it for the first time. Sure. So the things I the reason I think it's better than a lot of Marvel movies is because I like political messages and I liked sort of an underdog. But I story. think it has a pretty weak and yeah that's kind of what i felt that's what i felt social commentary is very weak and it i don't think it gets into any of any of any kind of deep analysis of uh of why like black culture struggles in america or in africa it just kind of like acknowledges those things and then builds some weird convoluted story around it that doesn't actually really address why those things happen i can tell you that none of the message would be helpful to somebody who is black who who is struggling in that in in a poor situation nothing from this movie would help them well, I mean, seeing uh, certain ideas like Killmonger's ideas, Killmonger uh, being, being the, able to the main see, antagonist, yeah, being able to see that maybe those sensibilities are wrong. To think that like you should uh, rise up and fight to get equality instead of by peaceful means. I still think there's themes and messages there that are helpful to people to see. Yeah, I remember um, when this idea came out, uh, like you know. Uh, 5,000 years ago. <laughs> um, it's like, it's, it's just not a very, it's just not very insightful. No. Like I, like I've got, so I, it's well, just acknowledging the issue and then everyone praises it. But for it's, its not, it's, it's not even acknowledging, there's no commentary. The, it's not even acknowledging the issue. Like no, it's, really. it's, it's, it's acknowledging one view of it, of an issue. It's like, okay. Cause so, um, okay. How do I, I don't know how to, how do I get through like the, the, the plot synopsis here, right? It's like... Well, I'll tell you, yeah. like, <laughs> I, this movie's way We're going to have to to make sense of what we're talking about. This movie way more complicated than it needed. Yeah, it yeah it's to way be. too long. It's like two hours and 15 minutes. It's way too long. Killmonger, the antagonist, wants to become king of Wakanda so that he can enact revenge on anybody who has oppressed black people. Sure. Okay, that's a pretty good summary, Richard. Um, yeah, Not so Michael, Michael B. Jordan plays uh, Killmonger, yeah. and then uh, Wakanda is like this... Uh, 
Atlantis of Africa, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, a, it's a, a hidden, a hidden, a hidden yeah. country that nobody can even see because they have all this technology and they have this. They put up a wall. They have a very, very anti-immigration society. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Like I know that they're, tr- you know, they're. T- they're trying to explore, okay, so they have this isolated society, they don't let anyone in, and then you have kind of the good guy, Black Panther dude, who's the king, and then you have the bad guy, uh, Killmonger, who uh, is, the Killmonger saying, hey, we gotta kill all these He's white, a war hawk. We gotta ki- to yeah, go we, we gotta kill all these colonialists, you know, I yeah, grew he wants up. to arm everybody. Yeah, let's, uh, let's screw everyone over, and then the other guy's like, no, we keep our noses out of it, we just stay. No, we- he, he does change his mind by the end. It starts that way. I'm talking about what it starts with, Richard. Sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, so he's like, yeah, let's, you know, let's keep to our own traditions. You know, we, we don't, uh, we don't get our nose in other people's stuff and whatever. And then by the end, they kind of challenge that idea. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe I'll build an orphanage in the ghetto or some shit. And that, that'll, 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 be that's, that's <laughs> that'll be a good, that's just, that'll be a good midway point between killing all the white people and, and not doing anything at all. Um, it's oh, like, this, wow, what, that what, ending. what? <laughs> <laughs> what an insightful way! Even though um, the type of like community development that he that he does doesn't actually work in most of those well, situations to like help decrease y- crime or like increase fatherhood in like the ghetto, which are like the like the two main problems. Yeah. Uh, like in those is that is that the family system gets fractured. Uh, I think it's like seventy percent of kids grow up without uh, a dad. Like uh, in the black community. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in like in seventy percent. Yeah, and in the seventies that was twenty percent. So like, there's a huge epidemic of it right now. And what do you know? Mm-hmm. Like the number one reason that you might be a criminal is if you don't have a father in your life. Yeah. yeah. Whoop, what what a, what a big fucking surprise that like male <laughs> models might help you like yeah. rein well, in your aggression. How many of them got have. locked you up mean, for smoking weed? Do you, yeah. Do you, mean, <laughs> do you mean male role models? Not just <laughs> male models. Need <laughs> <laughs> some hot dudes around. Uh, yeah, not, a, not enough hot dudes. Like, Damn, um, I wish I was a hot dude like this guy. But I got mine. This is my this dad. Is okay, beyond all that, beyond all, all that stuff you're saying, uh, the end of this movie has a real like. Fuck Africa message to me. Like it's really bizarre. He's like, okay, I've learned a little something from this Killmonger fellow. He was, you know, he was a corrupt guy, but he had some ideas about uh, not being so isolated. Don't be passive about the world's problems. So he, he goes. So this whole movie centers around Wakanda, this secret city in Africa. But then at the end, he's learned, he's grown a little bit. So he decides he goes to this poor black neighborhood. And he starts, what, what do they fucking call it? The Wakanda Outreach Program or something sort like that? Sort of, yeah. He, and he, he buys like all, like this whole project, like all these apartments. So he's going to clean it up and renovate it and, and make a nice little community here. And it's like, why? how about you start with Africa? What the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're going to a port, like, yeah, I guess these kids, their, their basketball court needs some renovating. But like, Jesus Christ, like the extreme poverty in Africa, maybe you should start there first. Like it's a- I like, built a well. If you're, yeah. if you're like a poor black kid in America, you are so, so much better off than the extreme poverty and like <laughs> gang violence scene in, in Africa. Like start there. Like, gee, what? Why, why, are you, why are you screwing Africa over so bad? We got a lot of gangbangers here, you know, that are fucking things up in the projects. Um, and it's a lot worse than uh, the people in Africa who are, like, raping babies because yeah. apparently it cures AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like... They Killing got, albinos. They yeah. got all sorts of fucking problems over there that I can't even imagine because they're just from insane beliefs. Obviously, it's like... They have like probably going to be some weird little sects of there, so, you know. Like to spell, sex, it, spell not it out, sex. Wakanda's like this 
super, super highly technological little hub that, that they've completely hidden from the rest of the world. And it's sitting on like just a, a, a gigantic, never-ending mine of vibranium. It's the super magic <laughs> material. We can talk about that a bit later. Uh, and it just, they make all this amazing, like, like super futuristic technology out of it. It's like, why don't you just slowly expand the size of your little city until... Africa becomes a bit better, you know, we'll just go like city to city and start introducing you have this unlimited supply of this magic rock and it's like no some kids in California need a new basketball court. <laughs> this, is, this is a bit, uh, you miss the mark a little bit with your outreach program. Now the worst part about Black Panther. About black people. That's <laughs> oh, boy. The worst part about Black Panther, <laughs> um, I would say, is that there's too many black people. <laughs> So I wasn't That's far off when part. I made that clip. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really spoiled that. No, but <laughs> um, so I was looking into some of the Chinese reviews on this. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so, so now the story is that Chinese people are really racist. What do you know that, like, you know, it's not only white people who can be racist. Everyone can be racist equally. Mm, this is a very racist opinion you're that, having here. That's probably right now, why right? they're not letting the Chinese into Harvard these days. Um, <laughs> so so I, I was reading this article kind of talking about all these racist Chinese views. They're like, these are borderline racist views. And I, and I said, you mean to say that they're borderline hilarious views. <laughs> so, so, I've um, actually, I, like, I heard the whole thing about how like, this movie is just doing terrible in China because apparently... There's a lot of prejudice against black people in China. But uh, I, I had heard that, but I never actually read a review or anything. Well, that let's, would be uh, interesting let's, to read. Let's get some samples here. Is it just going to be complete gibberish? Because Chinese no, 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 doesn't no, no, translate. No, 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 no. This makes sense. I, I, I chose okay. the stuff that I, could, okay. that I could bring into this audio format podcast. Well, I just remember, uh, I, may, I may have mentioned before, but it's a funny thing that everyone should check out, uh, is someone took the Gar, like Garfield comic strips translated them into Chinese, <laughs> like directly, and then directly translated them back to English. Ooh. And it just comes back complete, like just gibberish. Like yeah, there's something about sense. English and Chinese, they just don't. They can't figure it out. They don't translate well, to, like to and from each other. It's just funny, like direct It's because the Chinese have such lower IQs than white people. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> um, no, Clearly. So uh, so uh, maybe the Chinese are still not used to a film full of black people, wrote one reviewer on Dubon. The commenter said he had to pinch himself more than 10 times to stay awake during the movie because, quote, Black Panther is black. All the major characters are black. A lot of scenes are black. It's a dark theater. The car chasing scene is black. The blackness has made me really drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. See, I, I mean, I was also pretty bored watching the movie. Yeah, I was thinking, I don't think this has to do with him being Chinese and racist. I think this just has to do with it being a horribly boring movie. I mean, yeah. it wasn't as boring as Jurassic World 2, which is a very white person movie. So well, you can't call also, me racist now. Before you go shitting on Jurassic World, let's not forget about that 10-minute pocket in Jurassic World 2 that was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Remember the dinosaur auction? I remember, oh, I remember, man. I remember. Don't, I would never forget. Ten minutes of that movie, I got to show you. Oh, but wow. I, but I, do get, I do get the impression that that quote I just read, that that, that reviewer thought that he was being kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> it's like, I, don't uh, know. I never, I never know anymore. The car chasing scene, the blackness has made me really drowsy. <laughs> um, another reviewer who came into the theater late made a similar observation. What? When I entered the theater, a bunch of black people were fighting in the night. I've never been in a theater so dark that I couldn't find my seat. <laughs> what is happening? 
Yeah, they just like there was no light from the screen, like like to to yeah. No, they the just all complaining about like the color t- palette in the movie. <laughs> it's so yeah. strange. So they're just not racist at all. They're just when they, there was all these the Chinese reviewing saying the movie's too dark, and everyone's like, "Oh, you racist!" Yeah. Like, yeah. Someone else said the experience was worse in 3D. The film is oh, filled. I, 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 maybe maybe yeah, I'm yeah. Chinese. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all these sounds are ringing true for me here. The uh, quote: "The film is filled with black actors and actresses." Also, because the film. Colors are a bit dark. It's nearly torture for the eyes to watch the film's 3D version in the theater. Okay, that might actually be true. If you have like, it's exactly mm-hmm. our complaint about Venom. If a movie's not specifically made to be in 3D, it's going to be shit in 3D. Well, they're all specifically made to be in 3D now. They don't. No one does post conversions anymore. Oh, okay. They all film them that way. Um, but uh, I, I mean, it's our exact complaint with Venom, where you like the final scene was a, a dark, a dark scene at night with two. Uh, goop monsters. Goop monsters. <laughs> one of them is one of them was uh, dark. One one of them is, this is an accurate description. <laughs> yeah, that is what the venom monsters are. Uh, one of them was dark gray, and the other one was darker gray. <laughs> fighting in the night. It's like yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's like I, I understand that this yeah, this, these are probably slightly racist comments or whatever. But it's like oh, you, have, you know, black skin is blacker than white skin. You know, it's like if you're in the dark, it's going to be harder to see somebody until they smile. There was like the <laughs> oh, fight. <geez. laughs> The fight scene at the end of the movie, it did have two, like, the protagonist and antagonist both dressed in, like, the same basic Black Panther costume, but one had, like, slight orange outlines and the other had purple outlines. Yeah. Oh, I didn't was, find that. Hard it was to useful to have it. Was, it was better than the than the Venom thing, but it's a similar thing where you're just watching the unseen racism. I could see the movie. <laughs> I could see complaints about it having being too dark. The the unspoken true. racism of Black Panther. See the uh, of the costume design in Black Panther. See they put these highlights in here, knowing that their skin would be hard to see in this dark scene, thus acknowledging that black people's skin is dark. Racist. <laughs> That's that's the article I that that I want to see uh, next. So um, I've got a I've got some pretty. I was just killing myself laughing trying trying to read through some so of like, this stuff. Go, getting, go. In, getting into like the headlines like that. Like one thing that annoyed me about this movie before I like long before I ever saw it. Like once once it came out and there was there was like I only just saw it last night. I did I, just, I did not see this movie when it first came out at all. Uh, the way people fucking talk about this movie is like it's some kind like it's 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 the spark of a new civil rights movement. <laughs> it's just a stupid fucking superhero movie. It's not like people are talking about like this is the most important movie of our entire generation. Like, what are you talking about? It's stupid. You're 35 years old and you're talking about uh, like this movie where a guy's dressed up like a kitty cat. <laughs> I'm gonna scratch you. Like, if you're talking about it like oh, f- this is the movie that America needs right now. This is a movie for children. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah, uh, we're, we're just not getting quality movies about actual important subjects. We are, but it's like all these I'm not. like these things happen, but if you're just watching Marvel movies, then no, you're not. Review. Black Panther is a momentous event in pop culture history. That's a good well, headline I mean, for you. when it's pop culture, yeah. Yeah, didn't that Moonlight movie just win like an Oscar or something like two Never saw years it. ago? Didn't have enough cat people in it for Yeah, me. didn't have enough cat. <laughs> didn't have a cat. And that was like about a, like gay black a gay people black too, guy. right? I never saw it, this, I know it got this. a lot of attention. Um, yeah, these fucking losers glorifying Wakanda as, as like writing all these fucking articles 
I wrote down a bunch of them, just the headlines. I didn't dare read these articles. I, I think I tried to read one. And I was like, I, I, these modern fucking bloggers per, like sh- parading around as journalists that are just horrible like writers. Like I have minimal writing like experience, really just from writing the, the episode posts and our Instagram stuff. But man, reading their stuff is just like, you get these paragraphs that are just like so fucking long and like sentences that have hyphens in the middle of them that run on too long. It's like just people that don't know how to write who, who are make an entire living writing text. about Marvel movies and how they're like uh, the I, most important thing for civil rights nowadays. I think what they do is that they know enough words that they don't immediately seem stupid. So that when you read this and you go, what the fuck are you talking about? You, they, they want to create the impression that you go, oh, well, I just don't understand. I need like, to keep reading. Yeah, yeah, like I just need to get it. It's like, no, you're reading something from someone who doesn't know how to communicate. Yeah, they're a I fucking idiot. Yeah, like they don't know how to make a simple point and they just throw in a bunch of words like hegemony and shit. Dude, like, I, <laughs> I've started doing this thing with like movie reviews or articles and whatever. Like I'll see it and I'm like, if it's more than three like of these giant paragraphs that like you can just tell they have no concept of concision and, and yeah, simplifying your concepts and ideas down. What I do now, I just read the last paragraph of every article yeah. because that's, because the, that's, that's the summary, right? Because they're generally yeah. summing up yeah. what they were just well, that, if If it's right, in there, the, that's good writing. I got the point. And then, and then if you skip back a bit, it's just like, yeah, this is all just fluff. You just needed this one fucking paragraph. You had nothing to say, but you wrote like a five-page article about it. Here's it drives a, me fucking nuts. I have a feeling your headlines will be a little better than mine, so let me go through a few of mine first so I don't have to follow that up. Um, here's, here's, a, here's some of the headlines I found. Black Panther, the grown-up Marvel movie we've been waiting for. Oh, yeah, I got better ones than that. Black uh, Panther, the best furry movie ever. <laughs> well, I can... I can Bla- Black, Sorry, Black Panther is a Marvel movie masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And then we have this piece of hyperbole. All that a superhero movie can be and more. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. really know what that means. I found, like, I'm going to link you something when I read off. I'll read off some of the ones that I found. I'm going to link on our Facebook chat here. You can just read. Scroll down to the Black bottom Panther, and you'll find the list. The Marvel Universe finally shows us something new. Or uh, the best one yet. Uh, Black Panther Blu-ray review. You'll want to bring Wakanda home forever. So my- can you fit an entire country on your Blu-ray shelf? <laughs> what the fuck is? It's a paid what the fuck is with a Blu-ray review? <laughs> well, well, see, it's got the director's cut. If they're talking about like extra features yeah. or whatever, can you fit uh, an entire country on your Blu-ray show? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Like, so the article such a weird thing to say. The articles that are driving me crazy. Do you remember? Uh, Shortly after Avatar came out, Avatar, not Avatar the Last Airbender, Avatar the, the, the Blue People, the Blue. You mean that Pocahontas movie? Yeah, Pocahontas in Space. When that <laughs> space came out, Pocahontas. Um, when that came out, so that was on planet Pandora. And uh, there was all this, this buzz after the movie came about about like these weird, like borderline furry types being like, I want to live on Pandora. Oh my God, it's just such this magical thing. It, it, it was really weird. And it's like, you can tell it's like, this is just a whole bunch of depressed people just not realizing that they have depression. <laughs> oh, I wish I would realize I didn't have uh, depression. This reminded, I've seen a bunch of articles that remind me of that talking about like, oh, what the magic of Wakanda and why can't our civilization be like more like Wakanda? And so some Built of the, the headlines wall. I saw... 
Wakanda is where every urbanist wants to live. These are all headlines. I didn't dare read it. And I like. I, I, I think that's actually the one that I read a little bit. I don't know. What is an urbanist? It's just a made-up fucking word. Um, heard that before. I, read, I think that's the one I read a little bit of. And they were talking about, like, its transit system because it showcases that it has, like, that super... Uh, it like just a has subway. a rail. It's just a, it's just a subway. It's a subway. It's just a bullet train. Yeah. It's an it, it's just a bullet train. And it, has, and it had, like, a bus. And it's like, yeah, we have buses. What the fuck are you talking? You don't need to go to Africa to find buses. Well, we you have need to that. have an ambiguous bottomless pit that the subway goes over. Oh, yeah. And actually, another headline, another headline I wrote down here. The attainable wonders of Wakandan transit. Fuck, it's a this fuck, is it's an article. Trains. It's a bus and a sky train. What? Just go to Vancouver. <laughs> all over the place. The revolutionary power of Black Panther. These are all headlines. Why Wakanda matters. Here's one. Uh, Black Panther isn't just good. It marks a new reign. Yeah. What? <laughs> I guess. Like, uh, why Black Panther is a defining moment for Black America. Like, that's, that's the saddest fucking statement I've ever heard. <laughs> this stupid movie about a guy, about a man dressing up as a kitty cat Meow. fighting over magic rocks. <laughs> this, is, this is the defining moment for black, oh boy, like maybe, maybe things are worse for the black, black culture than I thought. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, maybe black people are way stupider than we thought they were if they think that uh, Marvel, uh, Black Panther is really gonna, uh, uh, like, doesn't it just seem very, isn't there something so patronizing about this? Yeah. Like, like, like if, if, I mean, if they were saying this about white people, if they were like, oh, it's a new defining role for like, you know, white people and, uh, or uh, for, Ger for, for German people or something, I'd be like, oh my God, things, <laughs> what, I've got nothing to live for apparently <laughs> because if Black Panther is, is the best thing you know, for my culture, like, what there even, is no God. It just it has this weird, creepy like glorification that it reminded me of of Pandora in Avatar. And I just now having watched the movie, I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's a fucking monarchy, you retard. Yeah. It would be a horrible society to live <laughs> it's under. It's a tribalist monarchy. Yes, some guy about? from another country, you know, the the main villain, Michael B. Jordan comes back to Wakanda and he's like, oh, uh, you guys have all these, stupid, these yeah. stupid ancient rituals, which means that I can just challenge the king to a fist fight. And yep. if I win, I'm the king now yep. and no one can challenge that's, me. That's how they determine and, their king, and a then murder he, match. And then he does win and then he fucks over everybody. Yes. Wow, what a great advanced society. <laughs> say, like, it's outlined when the villain comes in and just goes on a war chase. He's like, burn down all these uh, flowers that gives us power, whatever the fuck that was. And like, he just becomes a complete, complete warmonger right away. And it's like, yeah, day maybe, one, maybe Wakanda's monarch system doesn't sound like such an advanced, great idea. It's like, why are you glorifying this? I, it's I like a horrible place to live. I also heard a theory that there's no way they would have been able to get to this level of technology uh, without any sort of trade with the outside world. That it's like, well, but they have the magic rock. They model, do have the magic have, rock. They, it's got, a, they got their yeah, MacGuffin. How does that work? It's a, yeah, it it's doesn't a, work. It's it doesn't. MacGuffin. Yeah, it doesn't but work. But that it's, little girl, she runs the science. She knows the science. Yeah, yeah she no, she knows it. Don't think about it. But but they don't have like any. Not supposed to ask any questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they did seem to have the internet because they were watching the BBC on their hologram yeah, they <laughs> uh, thing. TV. They're just they're just watching the news. Um, yeah, it was. It's 
nothing about this. So, it, like, they talk about it. Like you said, it's like it's like the Pandora Avatar world. Yeah. Like they talk about There's it. This like weird glorification. Yeah, they've done this world building thing, mm-hmm. and it's like no, they haven't really done anything. They just invented. The Mahler, did you see the buses and the <laughs> transit system? <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, remember the buses. Maybe they, you should shut your fucking were, mouth. <laughs> there were those. There were those sky trains, but instead of having a rail underneath it, it was like on top of it. Oh, jeez. It was it, hanging. Instead, it used like a roller coaster. So if it at fails, Disneyland. it falls. At, at, yeah, yeah. At Mickey Mouse World, like it was one, one of like one of those roller coasters at Six Flags. Um, you it, know, just a super futuristic society that has a completely non-functioning political system. Uh, no trade with the outside world. <laughs> like no, like actually, the outside even the outside world isn't even aware of what. Yeah, they doing. don't even know, which is like. I so mean, there's not. So there's no tourism either. No, they're aware of Wakanda. No, but they, they th- think, but it's, they think it, they think it's a third That's world. That's what I mean. Country. They're not aware of what Wakanda actually is. Like this, which super is strange because society. if they're if people are aware that a place exists, some even if it's just mud huts, people are going to want to go there. Yeah. So what happens that, when they go I there? Think, I think they the have some wall. mud huts for the tourists to look at. They're yeah. just cardboard cutouts, and they have to get them to look at them <laughs> from the right angle. Um, uh, but no, they're pretending to be a third world country so they can go to the UN and request extra money just to, just <laughs> yeah. to add in. And we need it for, to, to, to feed. Uh, we're just eating seeds here off the ground. Come on. But there was this, like, it has that same creepy vibe that all these people, all these weird, like, furry types wanting to go live on Pandora and be be part of the Navi and I'm going to get rid of all my clothes and just be I'm going to have hair sex with a horse. Painted in blue all the time. It's like they took that same weird creepiness, only they're now they're presenting it under the guise of like a racial of a racial <laughs> issue, so they're getting away with it because everyone, all those weird Avatar Pandora people came out, and everyone made fun of them, rightfully so. And that should be happening with this Wakanda thing, but everyone, but it's just it's now they've got they've got like this this, this the racial shield, so they can just uh, fantasize like a fucking child about living in a goddamn movie with a with a, a kitty cat man, meow, <laughs> like. Uh, but now they can get away with it because if you say anything, you're a racist, I guess. The it's Black Panther review, ridiculous. groundbreaking, blood-tingling flick among Ooh. best Marvel films yet. Acrobatic superhero film is a pioneering triumph. Uh, it's not much acrobatics when it's just CG. Mm. Did that mean anything, that sentence Dude, I just I said? All I thought was if your blood is tingling, you need to see the doctor. Acrobatic superhero just, film is a... What's a pioneering... It's a pioneering triumph. What the fuck are they pioneering here? Do you remember? I hate I hate to quote this movie, but there's just one line in it that stood out to me. Do you remember in Zoolander at the end <laughs> when like it is, it is pretty good to hear you quote Zoolander right now? Ben St- was his name Zoolander? That yeah, Derek Zoolander. Derek Zoolander. When when Zoolander, Jarek. he's he's a model and he has he does all these strikes, all these poses and and new faces for modeling and whatever. And, he, and, he and all his like, poses are the same. He, presents, he presents like a new one at the end and everyone's like, oh, oh my God. And then Will Ferrell's character is like, it's the same goddamn face. I feel like I'm doing crazy. <laughs> and that's what I found. Like, it's just, it's a stupid movie about a man dressed as a cat fighting for magic rocks. Like, I feel, what the fuck is going on? Like, am I just crazy? And it's just like, this is all logical to everyone else. But, but like, I, I have something wrong and I should be on medication. Like, what the fuck? Why is it? I'm talking about this like it's like it's the next civil rights movement in America. What are you talking about? <laughs> Black Panther, Marvel's most ambitious visionary film ever. What the fuck does the word visionary mean when you saying when you're saying it that way? Like, what is visionary about this movie? Yeah, 
Because when I actually how think, is it visionary to use the same formula you always use for the last say, thirty movies? I was about to say pretty much exactly that. Like I, I watch this movie and I see a lack of a singular vision. It just feels <laughs> like let's just crank this out. It's got to yeah, look I like had, the same Marvel movies. So all this like minutes, African so. culture and whatnot. That's got to work within our like, like color palette. This and, is what, what it, so it has to look like it exists in the Iron Man universe. Yeah. It, it feels There's like no vision there. It feels like to me that in my Google Chrome, somebody <laughs> in, installed an extension that I didn't know about. And what the extension did is it replaced like 2001 A Space Odyssey and it control F'd it and replaced it with Black, Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> so every time I'm trying to search, it's, it's not actually about, the, about this, this really good movie. Like it's like, it's, I don't even know what they're talking about because it's so far removed from the movie that I saw. This is, yeah, I, it, it's the way people talk about this and it, it is really just another Marvel movie. I'll give it that it's a bit different. I think different in a bad way. We can talk about that in a little bit, but the way people talk about it, like it's 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 the fucking second coming of Christ, and I just there's a quote uh, from one. Of well, the that guys. would be racist. <laughs> there's a quote from one of the guys from Red Letter Media. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like, "Comic book comic books were a thing sold for one cent, so they could cram it full of bubblegum ads, and now they're the most important thing in our world. It's like it's fucking yeah, it's embarrassing." Too much. <laughs> it's absolute like it's a thing for children that they put out so they could sell gum. Like it, it, and now people are talking. And gum is, is not expensive. This, <laughs> this is this is the next movement for Black America. Like, this is humiliating. This so we talked terrible. We talked about ins- uh, vision. Let's talk about inspiration. Okay. Black Panther review. It's a cinematic revolution. The first superhero movie featuring a mostly black cast. Black Panther has the potential to inspire the next generation of black children. Yeah, this be inspired is... inspired to work on a movie. I don't think... Do good art. And... No, but I've seen that argument saying that's like, well, now, now they have a superhero... Like, I remember seeing it was just like a little meme, like a picture, a uh, drawing of two little black kids staring up at the Black Panther poster, and they were like looking really like inspired and whatever. It's like, I think you really understand how inspiration and imagination works in children. So, like they don't have to see something that's like them. Yeah, they're to not like, oh, he's black. It. Like I, I know I've, ta- I've talked to people who've said, um, they, they go, well, like I remember, I think I heard, heard about one girl talking about like even like a Cheerios ad that had like a black family in, in it. There was something about that experience for her of seeing that that was somewhat like inspiring or something. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's nice to like, like I get the idea that it, it's nice to be to see someone who looks like you and something so, like that. Like I don't think that that's totally dumb or anything. It's I not think like it's, it's like, somewhat oh. dumb. I don't think it's I don't think it's a complete write off. Uh, but I think it's somewhat dumb. Like I remember. I don't think it's the type of pandering, like emotional pandering, that you want to lean into. Sure. Because because it's like because that that that's not an inspiration that actually creates any value for you. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna be like oh you know this is how movie making works like you know I'm re- yeah, I'm really inspired to uh, you know now I want to make movies too and um, you know I'm gonna be very competent at it because I'm gonna cast a bunch of black people in them and it's like well maybe I don't know it depends on if they're competent but it's like like you didn't like I mean when you see a really good movie that inspires you and, and if and if you if you're one of the people who's been inspired to make movies or music or anything that you get inspired to make. Um, 
usually it's not just some group identity thing that like usually it's because it's good yeah you know and then uh and you think oh man uh yeah that tarantino movie's really cool like i would love to write a movie that has really witty dialogue like that that would be so cool to like have all this really witty dialogue or whatever and it's like yeah that's kind of what you're thinking about but if the main feature is 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 someone's race like it yeah. doesn't actually bring you anything yeah so it's so, so it's it's like you almost you almost want to be like well you know I can. It's kind of like a, like a guilty pleasure. Like yeah. you, you know, you know. It's like you know. Yeah, I kind of enjoy that. It tickles like an emotional spot, but ultimately, it won't help me be any more competent. So I really shouldn't focus on it. You know, it's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to see how badly, if they made a superhero that was like finally a superhero for redheaded kids. <laughs> I want to see how yeah, the, badly the f- that movie would fail. <laughs> <laughs> like how much people are like, this is Louis weird. C.K. plays, the, play, plays yeah, the superhero. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it would just be weird. Creepy, some freckled redheaded dude up there. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like, I think of like how um, kids pretend to be things. And I, like, I just don't think like, oh, that, that kid's just like me. So I'm going to, you know, on the playground, I'm going to play with my friends and I'm going to be whoever. Like, kids, you know, when they're growing up, like, they would pretend to be Han Solo, but they're not adults. And, you know, like, they might not have the same hair color or whatever. It's so just, they I don't, don't think. They need to be the same race. I don't think any of that, like, oh, if I look like him and he's just like me, I don't think that enters into the equation of being inspired by or, or pretending, as a kid, pr- you know, play pretending that you're Luke Skywalker or the kitty cat man. Meow. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you tell the kids, it's, if it's, you tell the kids that that's important, then it might. Yeah, that's what happens. Is they hit an age where somebody makes fun if of them. You tell a, if you tell the kids about race, listen, kids, you need to understand. You're different from all the other. Dude, kids. I'm that's pretty sure happens. that that's what happens. That's yeah, what that's happens. exactly what that's happens. That's what other kids do on the playground to each other. It's not coming from adults. So, so they'll they'll hit an age. Oh no, where I think it comes from adults will, too. Maybe, but, uh, but somebody will come up and be like. Uh, you can't pretend to be that character because you're the wrong gender. You can't pretend to be that character because you're the this wrong. This is happening race. with kids. That's adults. That's kids doing to that. each other. Kids aren't doing that. Kids don't care. Well, like I'm talking like seven. I think that kids. kids pick up on how kids to bully other kids, other kids though. By, yeah, because they say oh, yeah. it's yeah. like a tool to bully. I mean, kids they might have they got said. it from their parents, or or it didn't get uh, rectified by their parents. All this kids do it to each other. Fucking talk where kids where it's just here. It's like they're introducing like this thing to like whatever third graders or, or, or even younger about like we're t- giving them the tools so that when they introduce themselves they're like hi my name's uh, Andy I'm I identify as a boy I and I use I me. use the he him gender it's like what fucking seven-year-old is talking like this <laughs> like seven-year-olds aren't thinking like this this is something that's been introduced by adults oh hard yeah <laughs> like I've, I've oh man you know this what fucking is not, get, that, that's not not a natural way for a kid to talk. You're talking f- about like Thomas yeah, the Tank Engine weird. and shit. They you know what fucking care. gets me? Well, they're talking about Minecraft. Is what yeah, they're yeah, talking about. Nah, Thomas um, is still big, man. <laughs> um, what fucking gets me is when I see these stories posted and like, you know, they're like, oh yeah, uh, my seven year old gave some lecture to some older guy about the patriarchy lately. I'm no so way. proud, like of whatever, mm. and it's like. 
you're so proud that she just recited yeah, what you, she what, reiterated like, the nonsense exactly. that you've been yeah. like whatever like like I don't mind the stories where uh, where like somebody's being a legitimate jerk or like legitimately prejudiced and then the kid's like hey that's not right yeah, or whatever like, you're being mean yeah, yeah like, you're yes, being mean right start. that sounds that sounds more like a seven year old yeah. yeah yeah that sounds less like a seven year old who's been brainwashed to use very specific verbiage that yeah. like you've like put into their head or whatnot yeah, patriarchy no seven year old has ever naturally <laughs> said the word patriarchy dude but but you but you've read these right like where people post this and it's just like it it just really reminds me of because they're the same people that are like uh you know really annoyed about like christians indoctrinating kids like with whatever and stuff i'm like you're doing the exact same thing what the fuck are you talking about like (laughs) it's just a different version of yeah except for yours won't help your kids at all and will just make them disenfranchised (laughs) with the world (laughs) you know it's like and yeah maybe the there maybe there's some fucked up uh, religious beliefs you could give kids too but uh for sure you know uh at least there's like kind of a potential that it could maybe that could go in a better direction like it's like it depends on what it was so after a while of reading all these headlines i i had the really similar experience too i'm like yeah you know maybe black panther is this masterpiece and i just you know i just missed it like i didn't i didn't get the boat because i've got you know hundreds of thousands of words of articles all justifying people just tripping over themselves to to come up with all these complex justifications and uh, rationalizations to talk about how brilliant it is. It's the most over-analysis that I've seen ever. Uh, Here are some some headlines. Is Killmonger the best villain since the Joker? He's like... (laughs) He's like a very mediocre... He was all right at first when he came in and being like... Uh, hey, you Wakandans, you don't give a fuck about black people at all. Like, he's coming in saying that. Yeah, that, was, that, that was a good point. I was like, oh, okay. I think I remember saying while watching that last night to you guys, I was like, oh, here's the protagonist of the movie. Like, <laughs> all these Wakandans kind of seem like pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, but then immediately he's like, we need to murder everyone that's not black. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay, I guess that took a... They, just, they, they took a relatable villain, somebody could be like, oh, okay, cool. And it just immediately made him a monster. Yeah, they start going into, uh, um, okay, well, let, let's talk about this. Because the world in, with, for Wakanda is divided up by national identity, right? So they want to keep everybody out. But the way that he sees it is breaking people up into racial identities. Mm, so he's concerned, yeah, about, yeah, he's he's concerned about black people ever. And, and you know what's really interesting about Killmonger is he grew up in the ghetto, not in Wakanda. So he has a different perspective and whatever. Like, just like overemphasizing not really anything. So who gives a fuck? This doesn't make him a very good villain. Like, you're just overemphasizing stuff that's mostly not that interesting. And then, like, put, you know, you're categorizing it and stuff to make it seem like he's a really interesting, well thought out villain. It's like, He's just kind of a bitter, resentful guy who didn't really grow up yeah, well, a, and anyways, kind of treated slight, poorly. Like there's something to grasp onto there, but they're inflating it because in a movie that's over two hours long, mm. they really don't hash out those themes. They're great themes. Well, I'll give you an ex- uh, I'll give you a better example. Uh, is uh, is Rambo? So the idea with, mm-hmm. with Killmonger is like, oh, you know, he grew up in the ghetto. All and you that- had to say was Rambo, and I immediately, huh? I'm on board. You already- I'm in. <laughs> are, do you understand, or are you just on board because I said Rambo? Okay. Uh, can it be both? Can it be both? Because um, the idea of this Killmonger guy, he grew up in the ghetto, has a crappy life. You know, black people have no opportunities in the States, so he had to join the army where they trained him basically to act like a colonialist and whatever, which is why he's kind of got this. His I, dad this- was killed by... His uncle, because his dad wanted to introduce Wakanda to the world to help other black people. Yeah. 
that thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like, okay, so he's come, but he's kind of like he's been trained in war. So you he's paid kind more of, attention to this movie than I did. Yes. Yeah. No, no, this is this is from these fucking uh, these these analysis these <laughs> oh, over analysis is trying to uh, and analyze him into being an interesting character. Yeah, they're picking that thread because like, yeah. that thread follows him throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And it's like so he's kind of this guy who's gone to war and he's got and he's got a harsh attitude towards life um, and then and it's like oh well he's been trained this way you know like what's uh, you know that's what he's going to be like and I just thought you know yeah that's kind of interesting except his solution is just to kill everybody yeah um, and it's like but what about Rambo it's like Rambo was a guy who came back from the war and like basically got all this shit forced on him that he didn't yeah. really want just very similar to this Killmonger fellow he was and, used um, and thrown out used disregarded used and thrown out and um, and what does he do uh, he just tries to mind his own fucking business mm-hmm. and people won't leave him alone and he gets pulled into something that he doesn't want to be pulled into and I go man that is such a like a and, and a richer character. Like by the end of the movie, you know, Rambo has this amazing speech uh, where yeah. he where he just kind of he he a lays all that out, and you can really relate with the guy. I guess it's just because he's white. You know, if I was black, maybe <laughs> I would all of a sudden Killmonger would become this amazing in you know very interesting character who's like just perfectly describing my experience. But I suspect that he's probably a pretty shallow representation of the experience. I think you're gonna find that when you you can talk about any movie negatively by comparing it to Rambo and Rocky. You yeah. find that at most times. Killmonger steals the show, this headline says. Mm, I like, guess. Like, what the fuck are you doing comparing Killmonger to the Joker? To be fair, it wasn't, a very, f- it wasn't a very good show, so. <laughs> um, speaking of people that are idiots and don't know what they're talking about and should maybe shut their fucking mouths, uh, should we get to a boomer? All right, let's get to our baby boomers, our shit of the week. Baby boomers being 55 to 70-year-olds. So They're old and fucking idiots. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> no boomer this week. I have a bone to pick with a different generation, something that annoyed me last night and in previous times. Uh, I'm going to take the time to shit on millennials a little bit. I know everyone oh does. Oh, my God. Uh, which is us. Uh, they all insist on hanging out at their own fucking place. <laughs> uh, this is a shot at me. Yeah, a little bit. It'll, it'll expand further than that, but yes. Okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me predict. Uh-huh. So you need to stay home because your dog needs you to be I don't need to, but it's like it's preferable. You don't want to leave I've him alone been, for 12 hours at a time. I've been at you... work all day. I had a doctor's appointment after that that took longer than I anticipated. Yeah, so it's like, so, so we should hang out at your house, at Andy's house. Which was the original plan. Because original of whatever. Uh-huh. And then Richard wants you to hang out at his house, and he has some reason that you absolutely have to. Yes. That's uh, my guess. I don't know about absolutely have to. We would have just been later. Okay, tell the story. Because we were going to go. It would have been later, but then I couldn't show up till later because I wanted to stay home for a while, so we ended up being late anyway. But this is just... Uh, uh, to be fair, my house is the best one to hang out with, so... This is just I was just doing it as a favor to Dave. millennial favor to Dave. You're like, oh, well, we've got to get some food. We've got to eat. And it's like, dude, yeah. it's like an hour from now. Just eat a sandwich. Come on over. We can stick to the red How long is it time to eat a sandwich? Um, but this is just a microcosm of, a, of uh, the bigger picture. I remember a time when you, Muller, 
we're available to hang out. You're like, ah, oh, cool. Let's 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 hang out. You can come over to my place. I'm like, okay. I don't, I don't I don't care. I'll go over to any place. I I'll hang out at my place. I'll go over to other people's place. I don't give a shit. So I'm like, okay. I knew Richard was available. I'm like, oh yeah, we should go hang out at uh, Muller's place. And, like, and Richard's and like, well, like, why don't we hang out at my yeah, place? Like, well, why don't we hang out at my place? I, don't I, really find- feel, <laughs> I don't really feel like going to Muller's place. And I'm like. I don't remember that time, but okay, it seems and accurate. And that has happened several <laughs> and then, times. And then my brother starts texting me, the same brother that's always fucking with you. Um, yeah, Richard. And he's like, oh, do you want to hang out tonight? I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to either Muller's or, or Richard's. I'm just trying to figure it out. What you want, you want to hang he's out tonight? Like, he's like, Let's well, come you to guys can place. come. You guys can. I don't really feel like going out, but you guys can come here. It's like, for God's sakes, we're all available to hang out. It'd be a really fun night to just hang out and play video games or something. But every single one of you fucks is like, nah, let's do it at my place. Like, no <laughs> one, everyone's just wanting to sit in their own fucking house. It's like, like I'm not asking us to trek out to Vancouver for the night. I got it. We I all it. live Maybe within 10 minutes of this each is, other. Yeah, this is, this is 10 minute drives we're talking about. Everyone just wants to sit in their fucking basement. I say this as a basement dweller type, yeah, but you're I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm you're the most basement dweller of us all. I'm at least like, okay, you want to hang out? I'm, I'm down to hang out at your place, but no, it always has to be at their own fucking place. Listen, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing. If you guys had some fruit platters at your places, I'd be over at whoever's house has the fruit platter, I'm in. But that's never the excuse. You can always bring a fruit platter. Though no, I no, I want. I, I, well, does. I can bring myself a fruit, fruit platter on my own house. I mean, <laughs> if you buy a fruit platter, I will come over to your house. Equally dumb excuse. <laughs> like I don't want to hang out and have like a good time with a couple buds because you don't have enough fruit that I'm probably gonna leave a piece behind your garbage. So a bunch of fruit platters. <laughs> <for like. laughs> Or jam, or, or just like, or just like, I have a couple leftover noodles, so I'm just gonna dump it in your sink instead, so it just clogs up my fucking brain. I have to get a plumber in to fix it. Um, I mean, I usually just like going to my house because I've Fuck got you. I've got two TVs with a bunch of consoles, and you do too. So then we can usually play, have multiple people playing multiple different. That's games That's always at strange the same to me time. that you do that. I have two TVs so we can do multiple things, not hang out with each other, but be in the same room. Like, well, I get it. Still it's talk. still fun. Yeah, yeah, you know what's better is if we all go over to Richard's house and we can all watch him play a single-player <laughs> game. That sounds really fucking fun, Richard. <laughs> Look at this. Do you want to come over and do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking campaigning for everyone. Just, everyone should be coming to my house. Like, Look, we can all just... just take turns going to each other's house <laughs> always like nah I want to stand everyone can come to, here though to be fair your brother is the most egregious because to be he, fair, he, he has, never he comes has, to anyone's house, house but his own he has the most excuse of it because he always ha- he always children. has two kids like you don't have your daughter I understand when you have your daughter that makes perfect sense but. I had a Dave this time yeah, yeah. Well, Dave is not welcome in my house so <laughs> yeah he got me there um then again, I've never, I think other than the time we had the Rocky Marathon, his kids have never hung out with us. They're fucking busy. No, 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 I'm just saying. Well, he still has to be there. <laughs> he still anyway. has to be there, though. Yeah, usually his wife is around. I love that you're just yeah. like, he, yeah, just put it on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's already on his just, wife. Just he's, her he's down there fucking ignoring her and ignoring the kids hanging out with us. I don't see him like, oh, I got to go upstairs and check on the kids. He's there the whole fucking time. I will, I will yeah, agree wow. that he's not completely innocent. That's why I brought him into no, the it's, story. You're it's, all saying It's this. an easy excuse that isn't, it doesn't actually have consequences. Oh, well, I have kids. It's like, yeah, but you're, if you wanted to go out, you would make look, it work, but you don't. And look, so it's I, a convenient. I agree. He has I, to pick and choose his best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I cherry picking. Brought, I brought him into this story for exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Come on, I completely agree. I'm just saying he has more of an excuse than you and your fucking fruit platters. <laughs> oh no, uh, no. I gotta take care of my fruit platters, guys. <laughs> 
I'm just saying that I am a more hospitable person. Actually, Richard's pretty hospitable because he'll make you drink. He'll make you drink some stuff and and whatnot. You're the least hospitable person that uh, that you know. It's like Andy, can I borrow some water? It's like get your own fucking water. You know, and and I'm gonna piss all over the toilet seat so that you have to sit on that too. And (laughs) I just just don't get up and and I just never think about it. Like see my fucking. I live in a fucking cave. Yeah, kind of like uh, please allow me to make you a seat. I have I've cushioned it out here. Do you want a glass of water? Like you're you're coming down. Feel like to you're attacking a, me right now. You're coming now. down to a fucking just this dank cave. When okay, how about like, like, hey, does anyone want a coke? You know, just a fucking. We're there for four hours. Help you yourself. Know? I don't care. <laughs> It's a different experience. Well, I got to say, you're really, Regardless, you really not, nailed this problem here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even defending any of the accusations you're making against me. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I agree. I'm leveling them against you. But this is like, oh, I can't ever go over there. He never offers me ice water. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking. Uh, so this, uh, there's something I really wanted to do on the podcast. Uh, we haven't oh. done any relationship advice. Like oh, yeah. We gotta, like has any, anyone written I, down? I, with I some... wanted to take a real left turn with that. And I wanted to get Andy... <laughs> To set up a Tinder profile. I've thought about it. I, really? I think we should do this right now. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I mean, that might, might take the, a little. The bit faster, of time. the better. Well, I don't think Andy gives a shit if it's of high quality. Plus, he can change it later. Um, uh, I don't know if this is All right, Andy, bust out your phone. Andy, Andy, material. Tinder profile. Bust out your what, phone, are you, Andy. what are you? Thirty-three. Yeah. Thirty-three. Uh, no. no, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 32. 32. 31? I will be 32. Uh, 32, uh, 5 foot 9. 11. Uh, 5 foot 11. Get uh, it out. Big butt, bust bigger out, heart. Bust out your <laughs> big butt, bigger heart. <laughs> Real fine. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to make it on this podcast. No, no, no. Yeah, that'll take two right, Well, you better very, make it. But it's very next visual podcast. content. Uh, but I, but I'll, content. I'll write this to you. Uh, and, and Andy, uh, yeah, 31 years old. 33. Th- 33 <laughs> years old. Uh, yeah, big butt, bigger heart. I think that's a I think that's a fucking dynamite Tinder Tinder profile right there. <laughs> if it makes anyone laugh, it would get some kind of swipe. It, it's a it's an office quote. So. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he, it's when uh, when Stanley gets poached for another office and he goes, "Quick, yeah, r- r- write up an ad for for a new salesman. Uh, sassy black man, big butt, bigger heart, wanted. <laughs> Something like that. It's pretty good. Um, so uh, I've got. I've got some of the funniest articles I think I've ever read at this point. So, um, well, you know, you're not you're just going to sum them up. Here yeah, yeah, I'm going to read some articles. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm going to read read the whole articles. Um, no, no, it's uh, I got I got an excerpt here. So, uh, in the end, in Black Panther, all comes down to a contest between T'Challa, which is like the main guy. What? Yeah, that's that's, that's Kitty Cat Man. Black yeah, Kitty, Kitty Cat, Black, Black, Black Panther, and Black Killmonger. That can only be read one way. In a world marked by racism, a man of African nobility must fight his own blood relative whose goal is the global liberation of blacks. The African condition. Yeah. The fight takes a shocking turn. T'Challa lands a fatal blow to Killmonger, lodging a spear in his chest. As the movie uplifts the African noble at the expense of the the black American man, 
every crass principle of modern black respectability politics is upheld. I can't even follow that. <laughs> in 2018, in a world home to both the movement for black lives and a president who identifies white supremacists as fine people, we're given a movie. Because he's done that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think white supremacists are fine people. I remember, I remember that quote. Um, you know, they're great people, fine people, you know, yeah. I met, I met many of them. Um, we're in a movie, uh, yeah, so in a, in a world where the president identifies white supremacists as fine people, we're given a movie about black empowerment where the only redeemed blacks are African nobles. They safeguard virtue and goodness. So it's an anti-black art? What is happening <laughs> yeah. here? They safe, no, this is, this is written by some black guy at John Hopkins. Um, they safeguard virtue and goodness against the threat of, of white Americans, or, uh, sorry, against the threat, not of white Americans or Europeans, but a black American man, the most dangerous person what? in the world. Wow, this movie went way over that person's head. Yeah, so they're pointing out that, that the, yeah. the white people aren't the villains here. It's a yeah, black person who's the villain. All of so, these, all of these wait, articles, sorry. Uh, yeah, let me finish it. Even in a comic book movie, black American men are relegated to oh the lowest God. rung of political regard. So low that the sole white leading character in the movie, the CIA operative Everett Ross, who's it's Martin Freeman, gets to be a hero who helps save Wakanda. A white man he just helps. who trades. Yeah, he does just he help. Just, He's he not really come born. in and save the day. He <laughs> He's not really saves that girl's yeah. life. A white man who trades in secrets and deception. Yeah, he's a spy, you stupid and money. Idiot. Like, <laughs> of course, that's his job. Who trades in secrets and deception is given a better turn than a black man whose father was murdered by his own family and who is left by family and nation to languish in poverty. That's racist. That guy's friends don't read his articles. <laughs> Nobody reads his articles. Uh, <laughs> if, the, if the narrative isn't whites all bad, blacks good, then it's racist. It's like, like I, I don't. It's because everyone's going like I say, everyone, but all these fucking bloggers and journalists and quotations, uh, they're going into this movie just, just digging, just digging as yeah. fucking deep as they can for any kind of commentary that's maybe kind of just barely actually there. And like they see so, them, so all of these things are always a fucking They stretch. see themselves as somebody who's like so enlightened that they're able to speak this dia this this dialectic that they can see through the movie. It's like, "Oh, you know, yeah, he may seem like the villain, but don't you realize what's happening? You know, the yeah. subtext in here and it's like yeah, subtext is behind a lot of things, but you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like you are not stupid. the person seeing. I don't like people who masquerade as intelligent by doing shit like that. <laughs> well, don't real, read any. Well, you better not listen to this I don't, episode. I don't podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I gave you a, a promise. Um, that I would have have Loki in here. So oh, yeah. across the Thor and Avengers movies that feature him. This is the same guy. Loki is single-handedly responsible for incalculable misery and damage. His power play leads to an alien invasion that nearly levels all of Manhattan. Does this side interrupt? Does yeah. this article have a picture of this of the, the guy who's written this? Yeah, he look. It's a, actually a pretty low-res picture of like a black yeah. guy in a tie. Who's How like old does he look? Thirty-five. Yeah, that's probably. About it. <laughs> fucking thirty-five. <years. laughs> The worst watching, generation. <laughs> watching movies for children and being yeah. like, 
taking out yeah. subtext yeah. that's not there. The, the Martin Freeman Everett was Everett Everett dog. What's his name? Everett Ross. Everett is Ross. This, this, like he's, he's coming in and and it's just just white. Just the white the savior thing. who saves the day. It's like that guy wasn't really a favorable character. He was like I don't think it, he was positioned favorably in that movie. Was he? I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. I know you guys watched it's it last night. It's a movie night. for a child. I don't like the, all these people taking this so seriously. Yeah. I, I watched it and like every time he's in his stupid costume, his Oof. stupid kitty cat costume, I'm just like, how is anyone writing blogs about, about all the, the civil and society issues of it? And it's just like, every, and it, I just, I don't understand how people can take something so silly and so goofy. And like, you have the characters like the, 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 I'm the Wolverine. Grr, <laughs> criminals get out of here. Like, and Spider-Man, like I, I'm the Spider-Man. I'm gonna cling on to walls. And, and, and then you have, you have all these ridiculous, like I'm, I'm the Wasp. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Like, <laughs> all these buzz, fucking like stupid characters designed, which are fine for children. I, I'm like, okay. And then you read after like some fucking 35 year old, like this asshole, who's wrote written an entire like. Oh no, he's written. Five he's got a book about this. Like that, I, I saw a, in the bio. Written an entire fucking book. Not about not this. about like, not about this movie, but this is like what he writes. If you went about. to theaters to see this movie and it wasn't just because you were taking your seven-year-old son to see it, or you, researching a podcast, you're a fucking idiot. I didn't go. To, I didn't go to theaters to see this. So you said Dave didn't like it. We were talking last yeah, time about how he, he likes everything. Did, did he say that, why? It's because he hates black people. No, he, he couldn't. Didn't, he actually he, said a couple he times he's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. why. I just, I just didn't care for it as much. I mean, I, I, I completely understood. I was like, yeah, it's boring.' Uh, so, yeah, I, I do really like this point about Martin Freeman. Uh, Martin Freeman, who gets to be a hero who helps save Wakanda. It's like I think he just was a contributing member of the team. I just, he also kind of got sucked into it. He didn't like come in to save everyone. He kind of he got knocked out, and then they took him back to Wakanda to heal him, and then he realized he sh he should help out because this injustice is happening. And he's it, stuck there. And he, he didn't end up being like the main savior or anything like that. I didn't even kinda, remember his character until now. He just kind of helped out. Right. So, I mean, this is kind of this, this interesting uh, illustration of this narrative because today the way that they, they talk about like civil rights or whatnot is like it's steeped in so much resentment and it's all about flipping the tables, right? And it's like, that's not actually... They, people always talk about, oh, Martin Luther King and, you know, he did all these things and whatnot. It's like, their attitude back then during the, 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 the real civil rights yes. movement was this idea that we could win people over by uh -huh. revealing our humanity, yeah, right? And, and, and we'll melt people's hearts and that will you know, gain us the rights because people will be able to see us as humans. And that fucking worked. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but so I like now it always that, has. that it's, it's changed from that where it's just like, okay, we just want to show everyone what, that, that we're yeah. not monsters. We're just people like you. Uh, that's now transformed into, we need to show the world that white people are actual monsters. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, but, but really what happened, it's like, you tripped over a coffee table here. You, you screwed it up. Black people weren't emancipated alone. It's no. like they work together. They wouldn't, with all, been, with, they wouldn't have been able to. They work together with all sorts of different people. Yeah, and that's a pretty good message. It's like, yeah, you should work together with all sorts of different people. Yeah, because, that theme was missing in this movie. Because <laughs> the, the color of your skin, you are more similar to oh, somebody who has a different skin color than you are different. Yeah. Most huh? of what makes you human is basically the same, and you have some differences in your experience, maybe depending on where you grew up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'll say like most modern... 
you're more the same. So the message of working together even, even and beyond, finding your similarities is a much better idea, and it's an idea that has worked in the past. Even beyond skin color, like most ideologies are generally, it's like you'll probably find if you actually talk to someone more similarities into what like yeah, what you're trying you, to help people. What you want, you just have a different idea of how to get there. That's yep. generally the case. Like I. I have opinions that I think some people would consider uh, offensive, or I know some, probably some people would say alt-right or whatever. Well, I find but, your literal skin color offensive. <laughs> but I think like, so. most, people, like, most people that I've talked to about like, any kind of political, social issues, or whatever, it's like, we all kind of seem to have a consensus. It's just you know, different ideas of how to get there. Sure. So that's just along with what you're saying. Like, but it's beyond race, I think. Like, I mean, the biggest... I most, think the, the Most big, people are the same. The biggest difference between me and a uh, person writing this article is that I'm not a fucking retard. Um, probably uh, the other biggest difference... And maybe an incentive. You don't make a living <laughs> And maybe an incentive to, to push content to sell ads. Yeah. yeah well, no, I have always have incentive for that. That's why <laughs> I'm doing on this podcast. You know, That's why I'm always saying all these racist things because yeah. I want to be inflammatory and get some clicks. Um, I mean, the real biggest difference is that I just—it's just—I just see people as individuals first, and yeah. their group identity may impact their experience, but mm -hmm. it's secondary. Mm -hmm. So then you—you know—unlike witch hunts, where you just see if people float or some shit that has nothing to do with who they are. Um, it's like so you know somebody like this sees their skin color as the most important part of their. You know the way to judge somebody and their their individuality comes second, and it's like ah, oh, it's well, I have a reverse of that. They're they're both probably playing at some point. Um, back to Loki. Mm -hmm. So um, so locally, Loki is single handedly responsible for all of this damage. Yet Thor cannot seem to manage any more violence against Loki than slapping him around a bit and allowing other heroes to do the same. Even as Loki tries to kill Thor, Loki even gets to turn to be a good guy in the recent Thor Ragnarok. Loki gets multiple unearned chances to redeem himself no matter what damage he's done. Killmonger, however, will not appear in another movie. He does not get a second he chance. Did, he did die. He, his black life <laughs> did not matter. Black life did not matter. <laughs> oh. Even in a world of flying cars and miracle medicine. A world of flying cars we have fucking airplanes you idiot like nobody <laughs> <laughs> flying cars aren't actually something that's ever gonna happen because they're a night like how are you gonna regulate traffic with flying cars have you seen any of these fucking people trying to drive on the road they're all idiots yeah. like you I don't want them flying around like we might you're yeah it's probably gonna be some underground system if anything yeah uh, because you're not gonna have all these collisions and shit um, even in a world of flying cars and miracle medicine why Perhaps Killmonger's main dream to free black people everywhere decisively earns him the fate of death. We know from previous Marvel movies that Killmonger's desire for revenge is not the necessary condition to eliminate him. Loki's seeming permanence is proof. Jesus, this guy's... You know, wacko, maybe man. part of Loki's reason that he is sustained and continues on through these it's movies... a good actor is, that gets paid a lot is of money. Be, ...is because Loki is the god of war yeah. who's immortal. <laughs> he's the god of mischief. Maybe that's why... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. He's the... He's, He's a fucking god. He can't die. <laughs> yeah. That's what the character it's... is, you idiot. This is just some guy who grew up in the ghetto. Of course he can die. I like this is the perfect it's it's like 
it's like an eleventh grader with a rock band and being, you know, the world just can't see how good my rock uh. band. They're all just corrupt. That's why I haven't <laughs> yeah, gotten enough. a record deal yet. It's like, yeah, it, that's that's why you know this guy's dying, whereas Loki's living. It's racism, not because he's written as a god who's immortal in the in the movie. It's, it's also partly due to. Uh, these writers, like really lazy or just bad writers, and their inability to consistently create interesting characters. They had Loki, who was popular. I've never, I, I don't know, I've seen, I think, one movie with Loki in them. So people like know. Tom Middleton. Wow. People, Stone. people like him. I don't know if they like the actor or the character. People like him. And and a common criticism, even among Marvel fans, is that the Marvel universe doesn't hasn't had the most compelling villains up until apparently Thanos. I never, I haven't seen. He's not that compelling. He's okay. He makes a decent He's probably all right. He basically runs a eugenics program and then uh, makes it seem kind of plausible for like a second. That's why modern society relates to him so (laughs) (laughs) much. Yeah, so it's it's just a case of this thought, oh, okay, we finally, we have one that that people really like, this Loki thing. So we're not very good writers, so we're just going to keep pumping him in every fucking movie. We'll make him a good guy one of these times. Like, that's what they do because they're not really competent writers. So they'll just bring all these characters back to life because they knew they had something with him. So, you know, do that. Anything more on Black Panther isn't just leveling out representation in Hollywood. It's the same article. Yeah, it's inspi- it's the exact this is the last sentence. It's inspiring the next generation of real life heroes and that's what makes this film truly magnificent. This guy in this in this review where he's talking about how great this movie is literally didn't talk about the movie at all. <laughs> like yeah. all all he talked about was just nonsense politics the whole time. Yeah. Oh, what a magnificent movie. It's like, do you know how a movie review works? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, boring. It's so fucking boring at this point, man. I hope that you were bored out of your mind when I was reading that. I really was. I'm glad you, yeah. I'm glad you chose to bring that in as audio content for our podcast. It's really self-admittedly boring thing. Yeah, um, the other, only other criticism I guess I'd have, I mean, I'm sure I have a hundred, but um, the soundtrack was pretty mediocre. I found an like, interesting thing with Because I'm, like, Kendrick Lamar did it. Uh, and, and, a famous and, basketball player? <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's a hip-hop artist. Oh. Um, and, uh, like, I, I'm a Kendrick Lamar fan. I like, his, I like his stuff. And I thought this that the soundtrack was just very mediocre. Like, it was just, okay, I guess. I found they whatever. tried to do a weird thing. It had, like, the really, like, like you say, mediocre. It had a very generic, like, blockbuster score, like, kind of like a symphonic sort of thing, I guess. Uh, but they would try to just slightly try to sprinkle in some, like, African c- culture music and also rap. I guess that's where Ken- Kendrick Lamar came in. Uh, yeah, it was but like they rap only, tribal music. They would just barely do it, so they'd have this really generic score, but then they'd be like... Like, this just a rap beat. They just had this beat going, and then they're going, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> real inside joke, that one. Real, real inside um, joke. But you'll get that if you've played Star, yeah, Fox, Star Fox Adventures, Adventures. from oh, 2003. Where they have a very generic tribal soundtrack, very much similar to the Black Panther soundtrack. But they did a weird thing. Oh, it's like, oh. I could tell they were trying to be like, okay, we've got this movie. It takes place in Wakanda, mostly in Africa. It's a very black culture, African culture uh, set movie. 
we're going to have that in our theme. But they're like, well, no, we don't want to break the uh, Marvel like score tone. So we got to still have that. Just put like a little hip hop beat underneath the exact Dude, same that's like what that, that Luke use. Cage show was like, too. Oh, it was really? like, yeah, it was just like. Yeah, I thought it was weird. It was like such a generic score, but you could tell it's like every now and then they're like, oh, yeah, black culture. Put, put a little rap beat underneath it. Same thing. Yeah, they just had like. Yeah. Do those machine gun hats. <laughs> oh, oh. And then I just, loved that song. <laughs> that's like every every fucking song. And those fucking um, machine gun hi hats. I remember when they first showed a trailer for this movie, and just getting like just super pissed off watching. <laughs> it was one like like a two second part of the trailer, and and then and the movie, of course, where. He's coming out of his, he's got a little kitty cat spaceship thing and that he travels around in. And then it goes on a launch pad and he comes out of it. And just everything on screen other than the actors was just green screened. Even the ground. Like the floor <laughs> yeah. was like, that's clearly a yeah. CGI ground. And I'm just looking at this fucking trail and thinking, you can't even build a fuck you can't even have a ground like a real like you can't you can't build a real ground and put green skin around it like you're cgiing the floor now like it's we're felt, cgiing the air <laughs> it's this weird thing where marvel has all the money on the entire planet they have so much fucking money but the cgi in their movie is such crap this movie looked like it was directed by george lucas like attack of the clones era george lucas where it's clearly all green screen, and it's not even that well green screen. It's like, I don't understand. Uh, the, the, the newer Planet of the Apes movies came out, and the CGI is so fucking good, it looks, f like, it looks fucking real. So there, it's definitely possible, but I understand there's budgetary limitations, but it's Marvel. Why, why is it so hard that you, you have a ground that's CGI, and it looks terrible? Like, it's a clearly CGI ground. I don't know. Why is this still a fucking thing like 200 I million just, dollar budget too <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty uh that's a really expensive paperweight this movie is because like i mean that's that that's kind of the it's not coming off the shelf again yeah movies. no totally it's uh but just i get i can't i can't help but watch this movie and just be angry at like every second of it because the whole thing is just so fucking uninspired like why is one of these movies even at a f the oscars because we haven't even really talked about I mean yeah everybody knows the Oscars is just a bullshit like nonsense awards thing it's just an uh, insider industry like they they nominate yeah. they nominate each other this isn't like nominated by some outside thing it's like actors nominating other actors for who's the best and actor. now we're announcing the new real movies it's with real men Oscars uh, we'll be giving out awards <laughs> to Andy Richard and myself uh, find out who nominates who <laughs> it's this self-congratulatory jerk-off that's just meant to promote each other's movies I find it very weird that anybody like sees this takes this as a serious event yeah, it's I don't very like bizarre to me it's like what it, it could be interesting, I guess, if you're a movie person and you want to see like a, a movie you like gets, you know, some or see or what's good. I mean, I'd be far more interested in them talking about like a quarter of the movies and yeah. actually talking about the movie for a little bit instead of it's like, well, here's a three hour thing. We're just going to list off a bunch of movies. Then Super someone long. is going to walk up and thank their mom and then rinse and repeat for three hours. It's like they're not going to say anything interesting or insightful oh, about yeah, the movies. I can't. Like, there's no content. Anyone who actually watches the Oscars, at most, I'll like maybe like look up the 
the winner. Well, sometimes the there's a funny intro. Sometimes there's a funny intro with uh, like uh, you know, didn't Ricky Gervais host one one time or Not something? Not the Oscars. Is this the one where the, he there was the no host this time? Yeah. Well, they had that. So there was uh, a controversy. Kevin Hart. They had Ke- that's the name. Kevin. They had Kevin Hart, that black comedian guy. And, and Kevin Hart hated Black Panther, so they fired him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had he made some, a gay joke. He, right? he had a gay joke on a tweet like. 50 years ago. Ah, yes. So they fired him. I'm so happy. <laughs> so they decided to do the whole show without a host. I guess. I'm I didn't sure I didn't fine. watch it, so I don't know how it worked. I'm sure a homeless person would have been fine to host the fucking horseshit. <laughs> I don't think Oscars. you need a host. You're just like, it's like a didn't. gala, right? And it's like, oh, this is what's happening next. I, we can't find anybody who's who has any charisma in this entire audience. Is anybody here good at reading lines off a yeah. piece of paper? <laughs> anybody at all? Yeah, like, it's like a it's, room full of people. That's their job. Like, like literally, this is the room of people that you would hire. It's like, oh, we're at this, at this doctor's convention. It's like, we're having a heart attack. Is anybody here a doctor? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I, this was just there was so much like talk before. Like long before they were they were releasing the nominations for all these awards, there was already so much talk from like the public about like oh if if Black Panther doesn't get nominated for all all this crap, look at the box office numbers. It clearly, cle- it's clearly the best movie of the year, and like there's just so much hype. And then I think it's just the the Academy or whoever's in charge of the Oscars. It's just them being like, well, we don't want to be seen as racist, so let's just give all the awards. Let's just nominate them for everything. But I don't know. Like, I've never seen, like, nobody should take any of the Oscars, any of these awards ceremonies seriously. I remember. I guess I can give you some ideas if you haven't seen any of the movies that, that, like, that year. Do you know what? Maybe I'll watch that one. Do you know what won for best animated film? This year? Yeah, for, well, last year, but. Yeah, no. Uh, Spider-Verse. Into the I heard I heard about that, but I actually had people telling me that was a good the movie. Spider-Man yeah, movie. That beat... It, it that, had a really that, shitty that like, beat, trailer, though. Like, that wrong, beat really. Isle of Dogs. Oh, God. Oh, I haven't seen oh, Isle of Dogs. Think Does, about was that. that in the running? Yes. Holy shit. So, and then I looked into it, and I, see, I remember seeing some Well, thing. Spider-Man's black in it, right? But it's like a bunch of parallel universes yeah. or some yeah. shit. Yeah. There's a, there's Did like, you watch it with your kids? There's like eight Spider-Mans. I want to see it, but... I mean, I'm interested to see it. I, you know, I'll see eight Spider-Mans. Better but than I, one so Spider-Man, I read some, right? I read some things saying <laughs> from like a bunch of the, the the people that are part of the Academy that get to choose who's nominated, and they're like, "Yeah, I didn't even see all of the films. I only actually saw Into the Spider-Verse and Wreck-It Ralph. I didn't see Isle of Dogs." The people judging it? Yes. Oh my god! It's like I didn't even see Isle of Dogs. It's like this is the saddest fucking thing. Like, like to me, I watched like Isle of Dogs isn't even my favorite Wes Anderson movie. It's not my favorite stop motion Wes Anderson movie. But I look at it, <laughs> and there's only two. And you, <laughs> you watch it, and there's just so much craft and love thrown into that movie, and just this another fucking like superhero, superhero movie <laughs> gets all the fucking credit. Like nobody should take any of these awards seriously. It's just them like. Well, I want to remain in the public eye, so if I sing praise to the Black Panther movie and, and this into the Spider Verse, like I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate movies no one would ever expect because of how bad they are. <laughs> then people will really see me as a tastemaker. But yeah, like I was so I said I think early on or before we started the show, like I was shocked at how boring Black Panther was. And I expected it to be boring because I find all of these superhero movies boring, but I expected like more of the same. And it turns out this is just this convoluted plot that's just about the politics of Wakanda. And there's a kind of an action scene at the beginning. Which is a fictional place, and it doesn't really seem to be metaphorical to represent, like, a real nation or anything. No. Like, it's like... 
It's not, completely not that unrelatable that to us because it's like a tribalistic monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> with with like space guns. Something we gave up a long time ago. Yeah, it is weird to see that they've like... Like, isn't the idea that, like, isn't it kind of like your technology inevitably changes the way the government works? Like, it's very hard. Yeah. Like, you don't really keep a monarchy once you have, like, teleportation yeah, devices. Yeah, like, because just... as you're less dependent on, on the government for, like, resource and you can take care of yourself, you don't, you don't need yeah, them to Yeah, people's ideas everything. naturally just shift. Of course. It's world building. What would actually happen if we had this? Like, none of the things that they showed in Wakanda would actually happen if they had this technology. Like, it would go in a very different way. And it's like, yeah, it's just such a simplistic look at it. Like, wouldn't it be, it would probably be more interesting to me. It's like, okay, what happens if you take, like, a tribal a society and you just give them a bunch of technology, like, which is exactly what they've done here with a meteorite, right? This meteorite gives mm -hmm. them all this unobtainium that lets them, uh, <laughs> you know, I improve their society. Did you intentionally call it unobtainium? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it called? Verbranium? Vibranium. Vibranium. <laughs> These are such stupid so names. Stupid. It's because <laughs> it was made for a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, joyranium. <laughs> but I'm watching no, this. Uh, well, hold on. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so... It it would be interesting to it's like yeah how would that society progress like they would probably get a bunch of like interesting ideas and if you put somebody real smart on it like if you put like a George R, R. Martin type guy to like really think through yeah, how people would respond that. to that that might actually be a pretty interesting world and they're like no what it is is that the society stays identical but with space guns <laughs> yeah. and it's like and trains and it's like. Great. What, yeah. a, what an interesting society that you've built here that's identical to people living in caves, but they just live in caves that also have metal in them, like, you know, with uh, very sterile metal ground and walls and stuff. What an interesting world that you've built. Yeah. But, so I'm, I'm watching this movie, and it takes so fucking long to actually get to the goddamn point. Because at the <laughs> beginning of the movie, there's no exciting opening action sequence, which is already, like... This is a, a stupid blockbuster for children. Like, start with an exciting sequence. But instead, it's like I'm meeting his his uncle and his cousin. And yeah. they, they live in this poor neighborhood. But then his dad, as Black Panther, shows up. And there's, like, this conspiracy thing. Like, why the fuck am I learning about his uncle and his second cousin? And, all this? and it's all just, just, it ends up just setting up the villain. And what it's like, can you get to the fucking point? Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, it's too long. So the, you were reading an article that said something like, why Killmonger is just as good a villain or better villain than the Joker. Do you remember how well and how quickly the Dark Knight established the Joker's character motivation? It was immediate. The movie opens with that bank heist. Yeah, it opens with the bank heist, um, and he gets... So he has all these guys working for him, and each one of them, when they finish their job, yes. is instructed to kill the one before it. Yeah. And at the very end, out of his 10 guys, only one of them's left because they've all killed the previous one. And, and then, then he, he kills, kills that guy, and then he takes off. And does not does he even keep the money, or does he, he just burns blow it up? It. Well, no, he, later. he eventually way, way burns later the money. Movie. But within this, the span of like two Well, minutes, you realize he's a very chaotic guy, and he criminal. doesn't really care about other people at yeah, all. Insane. Yeah. Um, he looks crazy. Like he's dressed and you haven't like even met him clown. yet, really. Like no. It's like, because they're just talking about him. They're just like, oh, well, he told me to kill you and he's like well he told me to kill you and then they're they're shooting each in other like, and all this stuff in like two minutes you understand pretty much everything you need to know about that character and his motivations and this fucking should rewatch the dark knight it's been a while yeah it sounds good <laughs> sounds good and black panther it's like you're spending all this time it's like oh my uncle he was killed by my father and for this thing it's like and then then killmonger comes in and he grew up and he went to the army it's like i didn't know any of this 
This is this is so. It ridiculous. wasn't very this heart wrenching is... because he's having people die that you don't know and you don't really yes. know the relationship. Like it's like I thought that one. Like, <laughs> sorry. Continue. Yeah, like like uh, you remember that uh, that that the road movie or whatever, and um, and then they made that video game, The Last of Us or whatever. So yeah. they spend this whole like time developing these re- this relationship between this this guy who has lost his daughter in the, in the apocalypse, and then you know he has to grow a relationship with a new girl that he has to take care of and bring her somewhere for an important mission, and they you know they grow together and stuff, and by the end they have to make some important decisions about like people dying and such, and it's it's pretty bittersweet, it's super heart wrenching and whatever, and it's meaningful because you've witnessed them come and grow close and you understand what they mean to each other and exactly how they mean that to each other, right? It's like, oh man, you're kind of this replacement daughter for mm-hmm. someone who's been, you know, like what a hor- horrify- hor- horrifying experience to have your kid murdered. I cried in that game. Uh, yeah, I, I totally <laughs> cried in that game, you know? Uh, and Andy just got Andy this shit-eating grin on his face. I was like, yeah, it was all right. It was, it was, it was an okay video game adapt- story-wise adaptation of The Road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just watch the road. It did it better. But 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 it's 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 uh it's meaningful that that stuff because you see their relationship grow mm-hmm. and it's like okay so what we're gonna do is like you know all the black fathers and brothers who've been like murdered and stuff you know we're really gonna uh, you know appeal to that and and bring a real human story here in Black Panther and it's like yeah opening scene. Uh, there's my dad. Uh, he's dead now, and it's like, like you don't know. No, what you don't their, know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't know what their relationship <laughs> is Black like. Black Panther no. has a Texan accent, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you don't you don't know what their relationship is, so you're not really moved at all. You're just like, yeah, who cares? I thought that when they killed off uh, later in the movie, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character dies, and Did he's just like off? a guy that. Like he hosts, he's like a he, priest. He hosts the fight for he hosts the annual king whoever, fight. Yes, <laughs> and that's he also tends who's to the flower power. <laughs> and then he kills him, and Black Panther's like, no. And the big emotional score comes up. I'm like, who cares? He was just a guy. I'm gonna the, kill you too, Uncle James. Just a guy in the background. <laughs> and then they they show that it's like, oh, that was actually yeah, that's weird. That was actually his his he was there cousin or something. Yeah, he was there. But it's like it didn't look like him. Yeah, like all, all <laughs> like it's the, a yeah, different you, actor. You learn later that that was him. Yeah, but it just it's a different actor, and it's like so well, that's we confusing. so we as an audience have no emotional connection, but we see that our protagonist is is reacting emotionally. We should be reacting emotionally this, too, but they didn't set up this character for us to be engaged. Listen, in at all, this is just like the civil rights movement melting the hearts of white people, <laughs> seeing all of this tragedy, seeing all of these people upset here. Um, yeah, it's it's not that sad for me to see someone look sad. I, like I have to get I have to get sad because of because of the same thing. And you know, like I've seen performances in movies where it's like the person's performance and how upset they were did make me sad. Mm-hmm. Like even um, do you remember the beginning of that movie Kubo and the Two Strings? Yes, that animated one. And I at, love the, that at movie. the the very beginning of the movie, they reveal basically in about four or five minutes Dude, the what first the first ten minutes of that movie are. Like They're fucking, fucking heart wrenching. Yeah, um, maybe I shouldn't use such a like an obscure example. Uh, the beginning of Up. Yes. Um, probably yeah. probably a much be- much better example. Um, you know, the first five minute montage. It's just this love story uh, montage of this guy. This guy who falls in love. He grows old. With a with a lady that he marries, and uh, you know, by the end of the getting closer, she gets sick and she dies, and he's left alone. And nobody watches that without getting like a little bit emotional. Oh yeah, they fucking and it's like five knit. minutes. It's like five minutes. It's a literal fucking cartoon, not like this, yeah. not this fantasy cartoon that Black 
Black Panther is, where it's not actually a cartoon, but it fucking is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like very heart wrenching. Black Panther holds none of none of the same emotions whatsoever. Just, it's completely so dull and unengaging. You know, and I'm not old, so you know, I sh- I shouldn't be relating to this guy because he's not part of the same group identity of, as me. Yeah. You know, it's completely impossible that that would happen. Yet somehow they've defied that. Because all these fucking super, they take so fucking long to get to the point. This 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 choice for this this week's episode was my choice because I just all this Oscar buzz was just. Annoying. And I was surprised that you would choose a yeah. Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't even want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Want to watch it again? I'm and I did it. it. After I recommend it, I'm like, oh god, what's the runtime? And of course, it's like two hours and fifteen fucking. Oh my god! It's like, and then I'm watching the beginning, and I'm, I'm I'm meeting his his uncle and his cousin, and I'm seeing I'm meeting uh, Killmonger's like dog, and it's just like I don't need to know any <laughs> that of these. This movie's two hours and fifteen minutes long, and this is why you have all this unnecessary padding when it's like well, that's because they tried to fit a heist a movie in a chase movie you like all these different scenes establish a character and, um, and get emotionally engaged with them with a, with a tight five minutes like what you're talking about and up and instead they just fucking piss around and all these fucking movies it's the same goddamn basic plot it's always just some story about the main character finding himself and learning to be a hero why does it always need to be two hours and twenty <laughs> minutes when it's the same basic fucking thing hour 45 tops I can you imagine being the director who like imagine being chosen to direct this and you're trying to make this movie and then the studio is just like no nah, no nah, you got to put in more of these oh, these God. jumpy action yeah. animated scenes yeah. man more like, nonsense no you action. have to you know you have to do it and by the end of it you're like yeah I've got about five minutes of my movie in here and about you know two hours of of you know the Marvel checklist of mm-hmm. all the things that have to be here that would be just a nightmare task it would be awful. Yeah. Oh well, you collect your multi-million dollar paycheck, and yeah, <laughs> they feel, yeah, yeah, no, feel pretty good about it later. <laughs> um, so uh, I've got a quote here from the director. Oh boy. Um, so remember, Chala is the main guy. I don't know why, you know, T'Challa. T'challa. Kitty cat. Black, the Black, yeah, Black Panther. Both T'Challa and Killmonger had to be compelling in order for the movie to succeed. Mm. Obviously, the superhero is who puts you in your seat, Kugler says. That's who you want to see come out on top. But I'll be damned if the villain ain't cool, too. They have to be able to stand up to the hero and have you saying, man, I don't know if the hero is going to make it out of this. If you don't have that, Bozeman says, you don't have a movie. Okay. You don't have a movie, then. I would, <laughs> that's the Cause, option, cause, then. Because <laughs> the Black Kitty was just like the most generic like hero man. Like He was just as boring as Captain America is as a character. He was pretty I boring. Captain America. I fucking hate Captain America. <laughs> he is the most non-character with no personality and everything. That's not true. He fucking says... He makes me as angry as the CGI floor does every time he says a line. Because it's just like Captain Boy Scout, but even more... But a boring version of Captain Boy Scout. He fights for liberty. <laughs> sort of. He's, just, He's also kind of just an idiot, too. Like, he doesn't seem very smart. I don't. I can't remember because it was so long. But I remember watching one of these movies. I think it was Avengers Two, and I just, there was one line he said, and I was just like, "This fucking character," because it's just coming. It was something about friendship, or oh no, they were like, "Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to die tonight, but if we do, let's do it together." And I'm just like, 
<laughs> that is, that's a pretty Shut dumb your line. Fucking, mother. I'm not sure if that was the line. It was, something about, it was something about like together. Together was the one word. And it's just like this is a non-character. Like they might have just had a mannequin wearing the Captain America suit with a guy under the frame just holding it up and like doing walking motions. Well, if you got things. one of those Henson uh, puppeteers, you'd actually have more <laughs> yeah, much animation, more personality. And more personality. Yeah, no, that's, that's a bad example <laughs> of what it is. Um, yeah, I mean that's my conclusion. You don't have a movie. I had, there was one line in this movie that bugged me so fucking much. Was it the how primitive? Yes, yes, it was. So there's a big crazy car chase or whatever. There's these two bald black ladies that are the, the supporting, Guard. supporting roles. They're, you know, sure, yeah. they have a staff and whatever. The, the love interest and the sister figure. I guess she just becomes a love interest at the very end. No, she was at the beginning, but you weren't really paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but they didn't do it. They, they didn't have any chemistry that led me to believe that. No, they were, there was nothing going that on. They really. were it was just in dialogue, or I think. Whatever. Uh, but there's a point where they're in this car chase and they're being shot at from the, the bad guys in the, in the car ahead of them. And then this one chick, she has a staff. She has a super. Are you, are you, you with us here? Yeah, yeah, are you I'm just here. typing away some, <laughs> on Facebook? No, I'm not on Facebook. Whatever He's the, making your, your Tinder profile. Story. Whatever the fuck you're doing here. You write Nandy's Tinder profile. I'm looking profile. at my notes for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> they're being shot at, and she she's fights with a staff, and it's got a, point, a spear. Point, yeah. A spear. spear. Um, and then she's being shot at, and she says, guns. <laughs> How primitive. And she climbs up on the roof and then like jumps to the other car and just starts stabbing at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, stabby, stabby. Uh, so her, her idea of solving these conflicts is just violently murdering people with a spear. But these guys that are trying to violently murder with a more technically advanced weapon, a gun, is somehow more primitive. Yeah, doesn't she just have like super unobtainium juice and that's why she's so good at what she does? No. Or? No, she's, she's just highly just a trained. Fighter. She's just a good fighter. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. But yeah, I love how there's saying, no justification no. for why those are more primitive than what she's None, doing. Because she's just, just a it. joke. She's it's just, just a, solving. But it she's wasn't just a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's like what you get from it. I don't think it was presented as a joke. No, and I know it was people not don't, presented And I, well I think it was joke. presented as pandering to like gun control people who are just like, God. I wouldn't go that far, Andy. I think I'll admit that's a bit of a stretch. But I'm also looking at Guns, how primitive. It's time for 3D printed guns. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking at, I'm also, I'm just looking at, it's like, this is the same fucking bitch who comes from a, a society that, tribal glor monarchy. that glorifies <laughs> tribalism and a monarchy. <laughs> How primitive. I was waiting for near the end of the movie when Martin Freeman gets more involved. He's a white dude from the CIA. What was he from? Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for him to just be like, <laughs> A monarchy. <laughs> How, How primitive. primitive. That would have been if they great. That, that would have been a great callback. This whole movie just, could have been redeemed. <laughs> it, just, it just annoyed me. I don't know, that's, Richard, oh. any other thoughts? Andy needs to make a Tinder profile. Oh, I don't have any we'll, thoughts we'll, on we'll Black We'll get him on a Panther. Tinder profile. We'll, you know, but most of Tinder profiles just selecting his pictures, so not, not, not easy to do on the show here. Here's something for the Tinder profile, this, this hot take. Do you think that... Jar Jar Banks ruined the African accent. <laughs> he, doesn't he have like a Jamaican Yeah, when you guys accent? said that, it Sorry. ruined it for me after that. <laughs> all, everyone talks. This is going like to come off a little racist here, He's but whatever. Uh, yeah. um, we I'm watching a part of this movie, and there was like, they had their council, like the Wakandan council, and they're all talking. And, and you're whatever. just thinking, Misa. Yeah. <laughs> they, all, they all basically talk like a slightly, <laughs> a slightly less cartoony version. 
<laughs> and this isn't like I'm not intentionally trying to just piss on the the African accent, but I just mean like Jar Jar Binks. It's like now when I hear that accent, I just think of Jar Jar Binks. So it's like I'm kind of saying, yeah, they, Jar Jar Binks really ruined that that forever. It's hard to take yeah, it seriously. He really fucked up a lot. I mean, I don't really like how much people shit on Jar Jar Binks for the prequels. It's like, you know, he, yeah, it's, maybe he's not a, the worst part of those movies. He's not, he's even, not good, but he's not. Yeah. But I- at least when you have movies that are so boring, having someone who's so stupid is kind of funny to, you know, at but least it's something animated yeah, he's on screen. He's, for he's a not kid's that movie. though. He's, he's like, like he's not forever. fun, stupid. He's annoying, stupid. Yeah. He is. Oh yeah. Annoying. He's annoying. Yeah. That, that, that's why I think it's, it's, it's <sighs> not fun to watch. That. I mean, listen, I'm not going to write some essay here with 900 lines in one paragraph defending Jar Jar or banks or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, I I, I think the reaction to this movie is just one big, hey, look at me. I'm not racist. See? See? Look at my great reviews. And then you watch the movie and it's just a very okay Marvel movie. And for those of you who are thinking of watching Black Black Panther, we have a perfect ad read for you. Have you ever tried to get through Black Panther and you haven't been able to stay awake? Uh, This Black Panther automatic kitty claw uh, pinching machine will keep you awake uh, at 10 minute intervals, giving you a quick little... I thought you were going to say reverse sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Reverse sunglasses? Just beam light into your eyes? What? What? Where did? How did you make that connection to what I was saying? Because all those people were falling asleep because it was too dark. <laughs> I, I guess your interpretation is not exactly what Richard meant. The idea of sunglasses that just beam light into your eyes. <laughs> That's great. Just just giving you like retina cancer, like <laughs> makes things brighter. There's night vision. So goggles. bright, I can't even see. Um, yeah, so make sure you get your Black Panther uh, kitty cat meow pincers <laughs> to keep yourself awake during the movie. Well, that's the story. So if your air conditioner goes on the fritz, or your washing machine blows up, or your video recorder conks out, before you call the repairman. Turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards. Look under all the beds, because you never can tell. There might just be people glorifying a monarchy in your house.